Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, tonight, D-Generation X proudly brings to you the greatest show on earth. And that's the bottom line, because Stone Cold said so. Joe Black, Chris Mindell, the Sons of Slam podcast. Ladies, you heard what he said. Haven't heard this song in a minute. Samoa Joe vibes. Welcome, everybody. We are back and better than ever. This is Sons of Sand Show. My name is Chris Mindell, along with the Reaper, Mr. Joe Black. My man, what is going on? How you doing, buddy? I'm all right, man. How are you? It's been a whirlwind weekend for me. It really has. You know what? I got caught in a snowstorm, and nothing else <laughs> happened. Oh, man. I'm sorry, dude. <laughs> Let's cut that off. Let's get right to it. I- I'm I'm truly sorry for your loss. All that right. was some good DJing effects right there. Yeah, thank you. Just press the button. Uh, thank you so much. So, Beautiful. yeah, I'm sorry for your loss. Um, I don't know what you're talking about. I'm sorry for my loss, too, because uh, I-, I had the Rams three and a half. Sons of bitches. Um. But yeah. uh, I'll do you one better, really quick. Sure. Jamar Chase touchdown. Tyreek Hill over fifty yards receiving. Travis Kelsey mm-hmm. touchdown. Touchdown. Stone Cold Joe Burrow over two fifty yards. That last throw that he threw got him two hundred fifty yards exactly. exactly. Shout out the three hundred fifty dollars in my bank account. So. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out. Nice job. So, yeah, I, I completely whiffed on both uh, the Chiefs. I, I'm sure everybody else did, too. The Chiefs and uh, and the Rams. Man, Mahomes just bit the shit, huh? It, 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 was, it was funny, too, because it, you, you kind of like, good. Oh, we're doing this again. Like, we got the, the coin flip. We're doing this two weeks in a row. Holy shit, they won the coin flip. The, the, the arrowhead went insane for, the, for the, uh, the, the tails. And he throws an interception. Yep. <laughs> he throws an interception. Fuck yeah. Kick uh, I hate that guy. field goal, and the Bengals he are going to the Super Bowl. Broke my fucking heart. <laughs> the Bengals are going to the Super Bowl. If if you had the Bengals versus the Rams in in the Super Bowl, you're you're a liar. You're a dirty, dirty liar. If you put liar. money on Bengals-Rams Super Bowl this year in you're, like September. You're rich. You got to be a millionaire. You have to right be a millionaire. <laughs> it's got to be like plus 50,000 on that, that pair of. You want it. You want to speak? You want to talk about millionaire? Mm. I saw this guy put in a twenty dollar bet on FanDuel, mm. and he he listed the correct scores. That was his bet. 
and he got both correct scores for both games, he turned that $20 into $578,000. So your friend is a soothsayer, is what you're saying. He, it's not my friend. I did see it on the FanDuel Instagram page. Oh, so okay. So Wish yeah. it was my friend. I'd been like, hey, <laughs> I just lost. Can you? Mm? We go you way know? back. We go way back. I yeah, yeah, yeah. I, even know you. I scratch you back, you scratch mine. <laughs> I didn't even know you, asshole. The Niners lose, you give me a grant. <laughs> Jimmy G doing Jimmy G things, like the last play. Oh, stop it. Oh, Everyone stop talking about Jimmy G. No, because now I'm going to uh, fucking go off. No, go, yeah, Everyone please stop go off, talking about Jimmy G please being go off, a quarterback. Look at the plays that he made all the way up until that fucking end of the game. You will not have Jimmy okay? G as a quarterback for next the year. The defense to begin with, was so. too good at the end of the game. That's all I'm going to say. The defense, bullshit. The, bullshit. the defense got the better of us. Bullshit, bullshit, bullshit. So let's let's talk about the the dropped interception by Tart. Let's talk about the the. the That's throw. the one thing I want to talk about about this fucking game. <laughs> that dropped interception was the football gods going. Here you go, that like that a- Bill Engvall bit. Here's That's your fine. sign. Here's your sign. There's that, and then that <laughs> the Garoppolo with that pass. There was no need for that pass. He could have went down with the with it, and he didn't have to like forward shuttle pass it into the interception. What what was what was what was that? Why was that necessary? Okay, I think he was just trying to gain yards <laughs> in a in a no look pass. He's not Mahomes. He's coming back next year. He's not. He's not. As it He's not coming back, it wasn't a, a no, it wasn't a no look pass. He knew that there was a receiver. He there. knew there was a receiver there, and then by the time he was getting He's tossed not to the be a dolphin. He, by the time he was, why? De- hang by, on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Before you go, he's still under con- he's still under contract for twenty twenty two. They'll trade his ass. Go ahead. Right, they're gonna trade him. Okay, mm-hmm. if you trade him to Miami, mm-hmm. you tr- you trade him for Tua, right? <laughs> okay, <laughs> why would you have a third year quarterback that's barely developed in front of a a, a first year quarterback that is nowhere near developed? At you, all? Uh, why mark, would you do that? Mark my words, mark mark my Bring words. Bring in a vet. You, you've seen okay. Point being, mark my words. You've seen the last of Jimmy Garoppolo in, in a Niners uh, jersey. I'm going to say no. Okay. I think we should uh, drop 20 on this one. I say they keep him until this. I say they keep him until next year. Mm-hmm. They see how well he does. Mm-hmm. You, you, People forget, he didn't get traded in the offseason to the Niners. Mm-hmm. He got traded halfway through the season to the Niners. Right. Okay. Uh, mark, mark my words. He, he will not be a Niner coming this into was the 2022-2023 20, season. This was the year. It was, this was it, our year, and I know I sound like a Yankee fan because I am, but this was <laughs> our fucking year, man. I was, was going to say it sounds so we familiar. Went nine and one in the last ten games, due to no effort by Jimmy Garoppolo. He was. A, what are you talking he about? He was a dude. Stop! 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 He was a carry on in in that entire entire series. He went for the ride. He wasn't the leader in any of those games. He's the leader in the locker room. You will not see him next year. I'm sorry. There's there's no way Kyle Shanahan brings him back as a quarterback for the Niners. There's no way you're going. You, you as a well, fan, you should, it's you not should Kyle see Kyle Shanahan's fault. <laughs> you, should, you as a Niners fan should see this writing on the wall. It's you will not go any further with Jimmy G as your quarterback. You won't. I disagree. Okay. If right. if the beginning of our season, you won't see. Him we again. started out the season three and five. I I, I know. This is my point though. We started out the season three and five. Excuse me. If that trajectory had kept going and we had finished the season in last place, didn't even sniff a playoff game, we had another top ten pick. 
I would be like, yeah, we're trading his ass. We're going to get more picks in the first round, and we're going to build a team around Trey Lance and Nick Bosa mm-hmm. on their respective sides of the team. Right. Fair but enough. fair enough. Jimmy without Jimmy G, kept all, all that without Jimmy. G. Kept the fucking offense in the game every single game. You would have held on to that lead of ten points That's, going into the fourth had you had another quarterback. I'm sorry. It, it, I mean, it, it's okay. all what, it's all what it could have, shoulda. But the bottom line for me is you you will not have Jimmy G. As Patrick a Mahomes would be Pat, uh, Jackson Mahomes would be tiktoking his way all over the Super Bowl field Jackson if Mahomes. Patrick didn't fucking if Patrick didn't uh, throw an interception. Two, I know. Yeah, uh, but the one at the end is the one that really matters. And 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 the field goal uh, going into the into the half, they should have kicked that. Get the Yo, listen, point. shout out Evan McPherson. That kid is a stone cold savage. <laughs> Okay, he's got Robbie Gold vibes to me, and I'll tell you why. Mm, okay. Ev, like, did you hear the story about him last week? No. Right before he kicked the field goal? Mm. Not, the, not, not this most recent field goal that he kicked to send him to the Super Bowl. The one he kicked to send them to the NFC Championship game. Oh, yeah, yeah, he war- he was warming up. Right, and he said, he said, uh, can and you he said, right to, to one of the tackles, he's like, can you, you believe, believe we're going? going to the NFC? I championship know that's that's bald. And he apparently did it that's again. He did, he did it again going into the Super Bowl for the the championship. I don't know if you've ever seen. I don't know if he said it. I haven't heard that there, yet. There was claims that he did. He did it again. <laughs> There's going to be claims all fucking uh, year, know, like for his whole life. Now. But that's that's it. That's the way. That's the way to go out, man. Listen, we're going to the Super Bowl. Kick. I Good. knew. I knew this kid had something when I found out he was the same kid. You ever see the? Remember when people were uh, spinning the bottle? The the the. They were they were remember the viral kick that Jason Statham had a couple years ago where he kicked the top of a water bottle cap? Yes. And it spun it off. Spun off, right. That's the kid Evan McPherson is the kid at Florida that kicked the ball from the ground and launched it all the way up into the stands and flung the water bottle cap off. Do you know the kind of accuracy you need to have to get a football? Just get a football onto the top of a stadium. I don't need any uh, spe- uh, accuracy because I can just do it with special effects. Okay. Which I'm claiming that he But. Did. No, no, there's no edits in that. <laughs> there's no edits. Come on. There's no edits. Don't you dare talk about <laughs> Money Mac like that. <laughs> Money Mac. Oh, man. Listen, I-, I fully appreciated every single game, win or loss, on FanDuel, I appreciated every single game. Uh, this this entire playoff series, regardless of the big names going out, Green Bay, uh, uh, Kansas City, uh, all these being decided by. I think there was San Francisco. I, I think I was reading San Francisco. I was think I was I read Thank that you. the dif- differential in all the games as far as the 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 win, the, what they won by was twenty one points in total. Twenty one points, which means yeah. the the entirety of the series of the of the playoffs run. We're so close that every game pretty much was decided by three or four points or less. You know what that means? Insane. Yes. What? If it's a plus three and a half spread, Mm -hmm. take that shit. Take that shit. (laughs) Well, I did. And Rams screwed me because they couldn't get another half a point. I know. Doesn't it suck like that? It does. But again, I apologize for your your Niners uh, biting the, the big one. It was a uh, it was a hell of a season. Let's talk about more football. It really was. Since th- one more thing. Please. Shout out Debo Samuel. That that kid is going to be a Hall of Famer one day. Okay. 
and I'm really happy that he's in the Niner uniform. The first ever wide receiving running quarterback one. First ever wide receiving. WR, <laughs> WRQB1. Wide receiving quarterback. One, because there's only one, there's and only that's one. Debo. Debo. <laughs> Let's talk more football, shall we? So uh, Revenge game next next year. Watch it. We have a <laughs> Niners Rams. Is that what you're saying? Back to the, the I mean, uh, NFC Championship. Duh. We have right. to play them twice anyway. That's yeah, it's true. Um, a ton of football that we, we missed out on the last two weeks. Uh, as of yesterday, we had uh, the official retirement. We had uh, Adam Schefter over the weekend saying that Brady, only the, probably the greatest quarterback of all time, uh, retired. Prob- I said probably. And okay. Uh, you can do whatever, you can say whatever you want to say. Um, you know, regardless of, of of his own skill set, he is one of the greatest quarterbacks ever. Name, name another quarterback that's going to get seven seven rings out of ten in your lifetime. I'll answer that none, for you. I'll answer that for none, you. None, absolutely not. There you go. So he I answer- do agree, he is one of the greatest quarterbacks. Uh, one of the one of the greatest. Um, not uh, the, but one of. Uh, I catch he, shit for this. I already know it. <laughs> he uh, announced officially on Twitter yesterday, on uh, excuse me, Instagram, that he is retiring. And he went on to it was a very lengthy uh, retirement uh, presser, and he forgot to mention his old team in the entirety of his not of a his single mention, not a mention about not a single mention Patriots, of a patriot, a Belichick, of a Bill, of a Robert, of a Robert, uh, nothing of not. a uh, Edelman of any anybody anybody related he to just, the Patriots. He went, he went really vague with it. I will I will also say though that he did the same thing when he left the Patriots to go to Tampa Bay, but. Apparently, he is signing a one-day contract with the Patriots to retire. No, he's not. Yeah. So that is in the works. Interesting. That's in the works. Um, Part of me was like, I'm glad he's. I'm glad he wasn't signing the one-day contract to retire a Patriot. Mm. Now, granted, Patriots aren't my team. Like, let's say, did, quick question, because you're the baseball. You know more about baseball history than I do. Mm. <coughs> or at least I tell did Andy Pettit? Resign? Who did Andy Pendit retire as? Where did he retire? Is my question. That I'd have to actually look up. I know he is it with the Astros or did he retire? No, Yankees? I think he he's, he's went with the Yankees. Um, okay, but it wasn't like a ten day deal. I, no, he was there for Mo's last season. I don't remember that. I don't remember that at all. As, as far as him, I remember he was there for 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 Mo's last season because there's that 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 picture of of them going to give you know relieve him. So his number was retired uh, by the Yankees. By the Yanks. This is back in 2015. Shout out 46. So there you go. I think yep, right? you got it. Look at you. <sighs> I'm not gonna lie. That's a pull out. My, my pull, entire pull out of my your entire ass moment. Shit, yeah, my entire shit talking of the Yankees. <laughs> it really, really teetered on that. It moment really right did. There. Like you were, you were having fandom revoked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you've been and I one number been okay with it. One number on or off either way, um, but good for you. So that was shit, man. That was wild. <laughs> that was good for you. Shout out Paul O'Neill, twenty-one. So he, <laughs> there you go. I'm on fire. He re- announced his, re- his retirement. He immediately, as as all fans do, Boston went in absolutely insane because why wouldn't you? He he had the majority of his his career with the Patriots and no mention. They could, they could finally uh, uh, whatsoever root for Tom Brady again. There you go, because <laughs> he's off the field. Um, and so they're pro- they're they're possibly having this one day contract uh, nonsense happening. 
overshadowed completely, immediately, by Mr. B-Flow, Coach Brian Flores, of, formerly of the Dolphins, filing a lawsuit not only with the entirety of the NFL, but with the Giants, the Broncos, and his former employer, the Miami Dolphins. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a discrimination lawsuit. That he is basically saying, and I'm paraphrasing that, uh, he is suing the suing all four entities based on racism and their hiring practice. And this is all capped off. He was actually just on, uh, watching before we started recording here, he was just on uh, Get Up with uh, uh, Mike Greenberg and his lawyers. And he basically said that uh, he had his... He was on Get Up with his lawyers? Yeah, just maybe like 20 minutes ago. We're recording right now at 10, 10.30 in the morning. He was on about a half hour ago. But um, like... His, with his so lawyers at a table. He it had was, a peanut was, gallery of lawyers. It wasn't a peanut gallery. He sat with Gre- oh, okay. Greenberg was in the middle. You had uh, Flores on the on his right, and there were two lawyers at the table on his left, and they were answering questions as far as why this lawsuit was being brought and in the, the process of his interviewing, uh, based on him first of all being black. Second of all, the NFL has this rule, if you're not uh, aware of it, called the Rooney Rule, where they have to interview at least two uh, black people for their head coaching positions. Go ahead. Is the last name Flores also not Latino? Is it not? Yeah, I, from what I understand, he's an African American. Oh, I thought he was a Latino American. Uh, no that mention of that off. whatsoever. <laughs> no mention of that. Um, I've known Floreses in my life, and they've all been Hispanic. Pretty sure Southern American. Z or E S? Uh, e S. <laughs> okay. Re- yeah. Regardless, how you you spell Flores with a Z? I've seen it spelled with F L F L O R E Z. I have never in my life seen it spelled. That I've way. seen that. I've seen E S as well. Uh, regardless, so he had this. He has this lawsuit, and it was capped off and pushed through by his text message with one Bill Belichick and Billy Boy, Billy the Goat. Billy the Goat made a sound mistake in his text thread by texting him congratulations on getting the Giants job. And I'm going to I'm going to read the whole text thread to you. Um they eventually hired uh Brian Dable from the uh the Bills, the OC. So yes. Why did I think that was spelled Dable? He as in like no. Dables. No. He <laughs> that's, that's, I saw that I was like, "Damn." Brian D- Brian Dable told Michael K that you pronounce it Dable as in table. So that's why I'm going with it. Everybody's saying Dable. It's it's Dable. Anyway, um, the text thread. And us in New York take Michael K's sentiment as God. As God and rule. So he said, <laughs> Billy said, Billy Boy said, sounds like you landed, like you have landed. Congrats. Flores said, did you hear something I didn't hear? Belichick, Giants, question mark, exclamation point, question mark, exclamation point. Flores, I interview on Thursday. I think I have a shot at it. Very key there. Got it. Bill Belichick, got it. I hear from Buffalo and, and NYG that you are their guy. Hope it works out if you want it to, exclamation point. That's definitely what I want, exclamation point. I hope you're right, coach. Thank you. Coach, are you? Buffalo. And then, and then a little bit later, coach, are you talking to Brian Flores or Brian Dable? Just making sure. He said, and then he, it's a couple minutes later, sorry, I fucked this up. I double-checked and I misread the text. I think they are naming Dable. I'm sorry about that. BB. And then he, BB. he, he, he signed, signed on, off. Yes. Yep. No, you got he that right. He signs yep. like, like Hulk Hogan. Yep. HH. Yep. <laughs> yes. Yes. 
Yes. Bill that, Belichick is the Hulk Hogan that, of, coach, of coaching. <laughs> he really is. That was him saying, I'm signing off because I screwed this up big time. Here's my last piece, BB. And then Flores finishes off with saying, thanks, Bill. And that was the end of the thread. They hired somebody before the actual interview. And his other point that he told uh, Mike Greenberg was that he interviewed with the, the Broncos and that the Broncos, he seemed like the, the management came in kind of hungover and tired from the night before because apparently they were partying and they came in and just checked off boxes while interviewing uh, Flores. Um, and there was no interest in, in it whatsoever as far as them talking and having some sort of interaction and conversation back and forth. That so was, he just got a shit like luck of the draw. Like he just caught them on a bad day. Apparently. So between that, it's not a discrimination thing to me. You just caught him on a bad day, unless there's other things that you're going to elaborate on. But but, I, but I well, the, the elaboration is that the the Rooney Rule for this requirement of having to hire or interview, not hire, but interview, yeah, uh, black there's people a quota. is is ridiculous and it, it's it's pointless. Uh, you're going to interview and and hire the right person in any job, but the mm-hmm. the fact that this is still a thing in 2022 that there has to be this rule is absolutely batshit crazy. I absolutely agree with you, but on the same token, flip it mm. and look at if they are not gonna hire. Like if they, if if you go based on on credentials for the job, which is the way it should be for any single any job ever. Sure. In NFL coaching, I want you to name how many NFL coaches you know that are black, or one some type of. Other ethnicity. One. And he coaches two. for the Steelers. Okay. Uh, I'll raise you that. I'll go two. And he coaches for the Jets. Robert Sala. Robert Sala is not a white man. Okay. He's Muslim, actually. Mm-hmm. Okay. But other than that, you know, and those people absolutely deserve... Excuse me. They absolutely deserve those jobs. Mm-hmm. Now... I don't think there will be a year, but imagine a year where no African American, no Latino, whatever you want to, whatever you want to, you know, whichever ethnicity you want to assign to it. Imagine if there are just all white candidates. Think about the backlash the NFL is going to get. As right? as as happens every year, since there's only again there's only one African American coach, so you're interviewing yeah. you're interviewing them as a necessity. And you're still interviewing white coaches because you're hiring them. But just I want to point this out there. Mm-hmm. Also, the only African-American coach in the NFL is also the longest tenured coach for any single team right now. This is very true. <laughs> With that being said, that's still no excuse to have. I'm Again, it's still no excuse to not have more not only African-American uh, coaches, we're but, on the same side with this. We're, no, we are on the same side. Absolutely. Yeah, no, yeah. I, I get that. I just want to point I, that I, out. I understand that. I understand that. It's just yeah. the, the, the rule itself. I, I think I'm railing on the rule as it being just something to show face. and It's a woke rule. It, it, but why, why is that necessary? That's my point. Why, why is it's, it necessary to have this rule when it should just be hire the best guy? And it, the, the rule shows that there is a discrepancy in hiring, in the hiring practice of the NFL and you're just you're just highlighting it more by having this rule. So you you saw you okay. saw they saw the issue. They saw that there were there were no people of color in NFL. We're now going to have this rule to kind of placate, you know, people of color to say this is what we have for you, so don't worry about it. And then not 
follow through. It's just basically it's it's all just a facade. Uh, I it's it the rules really in place to have the NFL cover their ass so there isn't a large scale scandal as well, to why there's no welcome African American coaches. Welcome to NFL welcome to now the after the aftermath because now we're here. <laughs> Brian Flores yeah. r- risking Gee, you net risking. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> Brian Flores is risking his career now to basically point out the absolute flaw in the NFL and, and the shield. And this is where Un- we're at. Unfortunately, this is either going to go one of two ways. It's either going to go Brian Flores is going to get hired. He's going to hopefully prove himself. And if he doesn't, he there's a good chance that he might, you know, kick and scream his way out of the NFL and then get completely blackballed. Mm-hmm. Or Brian Flores loses this lawsuit and subsequently gets completely blackballed by the NFL because that like the NFL doesn't take no shit. Mm-hmm. The NFL is one of the most superior sports organizations in the world. The only people in history the NFL is the only organization in history to take the only day that is dedicated to God away from him. Nobody calls it Church Sunday anymore. Mm. The majority of people say Football NFL Sunday. Now, did I get that thinking from the movie Concussion? Kind of. <laughs> uh, but it's kind of true. They should move it to Saturdays. Play off of uh, WWE. No, you can't do that. No, I'm sorry. Not, not, not Sunday. Because not, even not more regular people s- like college football. Not regular. I'm sorry. Let me take that back. Not, not regular season football. Playoff football. Go, which they do. They do Saturday, they do Sundays. The Super Bowl should be on a Saturday. I'm sorry. It should always be on a Saturday going forward. There should not be this 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 reason of and you imagine the, the ratings that they would get. It's 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 a ratings blockbuster anyway, obviously it's a Super Bowl, but if you put it on a Saturday, there's no work the next day. It's Saturday night. Saturday or make night. it Sunday at make it a one thirty game. <laughs> I mean El, Oh wait, no, it is a one thirty game. Well no, it's 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 not a one thirty game. I mean hang on. It starts at what time? Well, it's going to be like 2.30 over there. Yeah, right. that's what I'm saying. Right. I mean, okay. So if it's on the East Coast, <laughs> make it a 1.30 game. Can you imagine people in, in, in San Francisco, California? <clears throat> <laughs> Still hurts, I know. Can you imagine the people <laughs> in Northern California uh, when they wake up on Super Bowl Sunday to see the Niners are playing at 9.30 in the morning? Woo! No. They would, Come on, they'll, man. They'll catch the recap on, uh, on ESPN. Come on, now. Too tired. No. Too tired. If I'm in California, you tell me the Niners from the Super Bowl and it starts at 1030, I'm going to be like, <laughs> okay, I'll be up. I will be drinking at 830. You honestly think that they're going to play a football game where they have to bash each other at 1030 in the morning? No, but it's on the East Coast. It's just people who are watching it on the West Coast. They still have to get up at 1030 in the morning. They still have to get up at like six in the morning to, to prepare and get ready. No, it's Super Bowl week. They're here okay. for a week. All right. <laughs> they're here. So screw that. Screw their yeah, relaxation. They're here already. Yeah, okay. All right. This all makes sense. So that's football talk. Um, yeah, I, I was just I was just a little annoyed by by all that. And this is huge, huge uh, news and ramifications will uh, come swiftly uh, with all that. With that being said, let's actually talk wrestling. Um, we had a week, we had two weeks of insanity. We had a premium live event. There you go. Ugh. <laughs> it really is. Ugh. <laughs> just, just that idea. I mean, technically, they're right though, in in not calling it a pay per view anymore because you're not paying for per view. You you have the entire bundle, so you can watch anytime you want. 
Um, so it is now. I'm a- happy that this is the distinction now. Pro wrestling has pay per views. Sports entertainment has premium live events. I'm okay with that. Pro wrestling. It's just ugh. Oh, it's, it's all pro wrestling. What are you talking about? You get what I'm saying. Go on. All right. I'll, I'll put it to you like this. Mm-hmm. I'm okay with AEW having pay per views. I'm okay with WWE. Having yeah, but see, they have live pa- events. That that's the difference, though, is that they do have pay per views. So AEW has pay per views, yeah. right? So because they they don't have like a, a network, so it, yeah. it is a pay per view. You're right. So and, and every and, single other wrestling promotion in the world, if they're big enough, uh, they have a pay per view. Right. That's why I say that pro wrestling has pay per views. Got it. And WWE is. sports entertainment has. <laughs> there you go. All right. Premium live events. I, I appreciate that uh, clarification and this thing. And I have a gripe with the next premium live event. If I'm being honest, because it's going to start at 1 p.m. or 12 p.m. On what day? On a Saturday. Fuck. <laughs> are you going to be at work? Yes, you are. It's- no, I, I start work at 2. Oh, sucks. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm going to uh, not have, watch it. I'm just going to wait till that night and then watch a replay. Because it's, it's, it, it's insane for me to have to, because I know I have, probably have, I do have, I have a, a, a game, I'm, <laughs> a basketball game I'm working on. And then from there, it's it's I got to turn off all alerts. Can't see anything, so we're just gonna watch it at, at night. Just watch a replay. It's just it's, I, it's I've insane. tried that before. It never works because I'm always like, oh, I can't watch anything. I'll go on Instagram and then boom, Instagram. No, oh, Bad Bunny won the WWE <laughs> title. Nice, <laughs> shut Beautiful. it off. Shut it off. Shut it all off. You can you can you can turn off. It's it's a button. Just hit off. For bah. <laughs> bah, bah. Speaking of which, <laughs> had a little appearance by him in, over the weekend. Let's talk things outside, and then we'll come inside and talk about all things that happened with AEW, and then we'll cap things off with the Rumble that was Royal. All right, what do you have outside the ring? Outside the ring. Take your time. Um, <laughs> I have one thing about the Royal Rumble, mm-hmm. uh, about the original plans for the Royal Rumble. Oh, sure. Would you like me to? I, I do not have the winner if you want to save that for later on, but I do have the original plans for the Royal Rumble. What, was your, what were the original plans? The original plans for the men's winner of the Royal Rumble were supposed to be Riddle. I did see that. And could you imagine the roof being blown off that place if Riddle won? Wow. Because I can. Because <laughs> I can. I can for sure. I know. And it should have happened. <laughs> why However. Did, why didn't it happen? Because we just can't have nice things. That's why. No. You want to know why? Actually, I have something to go on top of that. You want to know why it didn't happen? Shane McMahon. That's why it didn't happen. Speaking of which, uh, it seems as if Shane McMahon has been. Wait, stop, 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 stop. Before, you, before you go there. No. Nope. Why did Shane McMahon. Okay. Stop. Hold on. Why did Shane McMahon what? ruin Riddle's chance? Uh, because Shane, it seems as if reports are saying that Shane McMahon was the head producer of the 2022 men's Royal Rumble match, and he wanted more pull and than he, he got. But like he, he wanted, wanted to go further. the match to be to be centered around him, around him, right, right, which is insane, incredibly wild, <laughs> insane, absolutely insane. You haven't seen the man in forever, and now he wants the. I know this is this is also reports. Um, reports, reports, absolutely. Reports. And this is also, uh, now that I really think about it, was this, was he trying to recreate Royal Rumble 2000? 99? Which one did Vince win? 2000? 
I'm going to say 2000. Okay. Is he trying to recreate Royal Rumble 2K? <laughs> because that's what it seemed like to me. I didn't really appreciate that. And, 99. Um, not, okay, Royal Rumble 99. 99. With the black gimmick and all that stuff, right? You wore all black. The headband. Headband, yep. Yep, 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 yep. yep. Yeah. Last, in, uh, so, last he eliminated Austin. Mm-hmm. To win the whole thing. So... I, I, I'm almost certain he was just trying to recreate his father's gimmick and be this all-knowing. He was actually supposed to be a part of Monday Night Raw going forward. Like, he was going to be a regular. Mm -hmm. And now reports are coming down from Ringside News that it seems like Shane McMahon has been, quote-unquote, quietly let go by the WWE. Quietly left let go by the WWE, yeah. yeah now? Not, that's only that's one source. So we still have to get confirmation on this. But uh, this is true. It came out early this morning. We were always late to the party with these reports. We always seem to hit stop <laughs> on the record, and then something immediately comes out because they know that we're going to say some shit. Thank God we didn't do this last night. Then. <laughs> so <laughs> this came out this morning. Um, so as you just stated, uh, Ringside News exclusively reported Shane McMahon was a nightmare as producer of men's Royal Rumble match. Uh, he openly buried Jimmy Noble and went to book the match around <laughs> yeah. himself. Uh, a tenured member of the creative team informed us that writers were told in a, quote, semi-quiet way, unquote, that there will be more creative discussions about Shane McMahon. They have now moved on to other creative discussions. He was actually, they were supposed to have some something with him and, uh, was it real? Seth Rollins? Uh, I think. Okay. Um, so it looks like with that or being Kevin said. Owens, no, was it Kevin Owens? I think it might be. No, might he did Owens. the thing with Kevin Owens. Uh, it might, with that being said, McMahon is no longer on Raw, Elimination Chamber, or WrestleMania. He was previously slated to be a regular on the Red Brand on Raw. Um, we were told that he was supposed to be involved with the XFL, but then COVID hit, went bankrupt. Uh, he has not been a WWE employee since he's been back. Uh, Vince... Also had no choice but to take this action against his own son. Vince had no choice. Shane created chaos. Had everyone in an uproar. Pissed off everyone in the Rumble. Openly buried other producers and was changing things that Vince wanted. This is this is a uh, uh, source that is saying this. Vince had no other choice but to send him home. The term blackballed has not been used, but he was pretty much let go. <laughs> Vince McMahon is quietly using the term let go to describe the situation. And we'll have to see if he uh, ever makes a return. So that is huge. Absolutely huge. Yeah, I just uh, in my head when you were reading that, mm. I just pictured Anakin Skywalker on the ground about to get lit on flames. <laughs> Obi Wan standing <laughs> over him, going, "I have the high ground, the chosen one, yeah, with the chosen one." <laughs> he was supposed to take over. I didn't want Triple H taking this over. Yeah, and I have to chop off your limbs, and you're going to become a super cyborg that's going to rule the galaxy. I didn't want uh. Khan to take it over. <laughs> Oh. 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 <laughs> oh shit. I think the quarter dropped for both of us at the oh, same time. Oh man. <laughs> could you imagine? Could you imagine no. at double or nothing you just hear here comes the money. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, that would be that's the that. contract says McMahon. <laughs> That would be huge. You imagine, uh, and Tony would pull some shit like that too. It's just like I'm going to hire your yeah. son to be on AEW. That would <laughs> you said what? You need three million dollars, Dad. Remember? <laughs> cool. Yeah, yeah, you got it. Remember the, the how much for the how much for the song? The five hundred grand. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. 
Yeah, you got it. Well, there's no way he's gonna he's gonna produce something new. You imagine the oh, the yeah. insanity though that when when Shane McMahon returned when when Stephanie and Triple H were in the I'm sorry Stephanie and Vince were in the ring and Shane made one that of return. the loudest pops I witnessed on television ever, ever one of ever. The, the top five ever. Imagine yeah. what he would that would happen if he came into AEW and then some music with money involved hit and you just see Shane McMahon come up on a ramp in AEW. Man, what would it, it wouldn't be Money by Pink Floyd? That's too slow. No. Uh, um, What's the other song? I think we're going with. Uh, going jay-z and jermaine dupree no i was going old old school money anything that that money song oh no dude oh yeah or more money more problems or more money more problems um which would really be apropos. <laughs> it really true. would. Very true. Uh, we digress. Uh, yeah, Shane, uh, quietly gone from his father's company. That's it's, it's just absolutely insane to hear. Um, again. 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 Uh, what else you got? Because everything, uh, everything I have is pretty much Rumble related, but outside the ring stuff. And uh, we'll get to it when we talk about the Rumble. I The, the last thing I have is that... Um, this has nothing to do with wrestling, really, but uh, rest in peace, Meatloaf and Louis Anderson. Been dropping They're both, uh, yeah, on the same day. Been dropping like flies. Pretty wild. We got Betty. We got Bob. Now we have Meatloaf. Be- oh, Bob. Oh my God. Oh, I Can I tell you something that hurt the most? Mm. Was seeing Bob Saget in a. I'm sorry. Was seeing Danny Tanner in a 49ers uh, bomber jacket, uh, and I was like, oh, uh, I forgot. <laughs> I was in San Francisco. Yeah, that's right. Uh, oh, Bob. Rest in peace, Bob. Yep. Rest in peace, Bob. We'll have him in a memoriam at the at the end of this episode. <laughs> that has no visual effects to it whatsoever yet. Just play some full out. <laughs> uh, what else? That was it. That's it. That's um, all I got outside the ring. Let's talk AEW first, and then we'll get to uh, all things WWE. Um, we, sure. Here's the thing. We we rarely, not rarely, we we. It's it's not that frequent that we talk mostly about WWE, and that's no fault of of our own. We just I I, I talking for myself. Love professional wrestling. I will watch WWE Me too all day long. I love um, how you kept the two mutually exclusive from each other. There you go. That's what I do. Um, <laughs> but at the same I time, I love professional wrestling. I enjoy. I enjoy sports entertainment. Sports entertainment. <laughs> two totally separate end of spectrum things. So. I will watch both. The, the problem, as we have constantly uh, stated, is that WWE is, for some reason, their writers just like writing shit on a, on a constant loop. And it's the same thing. You will see the same matches over and That's over. That's the problem. I That's ca- the one. The problem is that one word you use right there. They're writers. Writers. That's the biggest problem in pro wrestling, I think. I think it's. It seems that they... Like like real gotta Ripley? have writers have the have the talent write the shit out mm. before they go out there send it to someone who could who could okay it mm. and then keep going on with your day. Don't have a completely separate third party, and then like it's the freaking independent party. Well, I mean, and then, and then come back on and 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 give them just shit that they don't know about. Well, Vince, half these people don't even know pro wrestling. <laughs> I know. Vince is the end all be all, right? So he he's the one that yeah. that will sign off on everything that's going on. So he's approved of everything that happened. Let, let's just take we'll just take the last two years as a sample size. 
So we are coming up, believe it or not, technically on year three of COVID. Year three. It happened in 2020, but that was a year, 2021. 2021 to 22 was year two, and we are coming up in March on year yes. three. March so, will start the year three. Year three of, of, COVID. of COVID. Absolutely insane. Yeah. And and I, I was reminded Some of this. Some might call this the AC. That was the BC before 2019. Got BC. This is AC. Anno Domini. <laughs> this. <laughs> <laughs> You're lying. It's amazing. Um, Thank you. Yeah. Uh, Catholic school for you. 12 you, years. Got something. So <laughs> the, the the idea of all this happening, uh, and I was reminded of this watching TV in a bar on, on Monday while hosting trivia and seeing uh, on, <laughs> one of the TVs had the QVC network on, and they had Dr. Dubro from Botched, and he was hawking uh, K95 masks. Two years ago, at the same time, in, Jan- in January of, of February of last year, of two years ago, if I saw somebody selling masks on TV, I'd be like, what the fuck is going on? Why are you selling masks? And now it's like, oh shit, those look good. I should get those. It, it's just it's it's just mind boggling to me. I just wanted to point that out. I was just kind of like thrown thrown for a loop, and I was like, "This is this is weird seeing this on TV." And now we're this is our new normal. Anyway, with that being said, the uh, COVID wrestling, even this was even before. I shouldn't even like point point at COVID, but it, it seems so predominantly obvious to me during the last two years of wrestling, especially w, well WWE specifically, is that it just seems like everything has to be driven into the ground as far as what you're going to watch. I, I promise you, this Rhea Ripley, now, currently, Rhea Ripley versus Nikki Ash, you will see that match happen six times, no less than six times. Quick question. What do you mean by driven into the ground? As far as, I mean that the... Like like the ran into the ground, meaning it's, story it's lines, getting too repetitive? Yes, that you will just okay. r- repeat these storylines over and over again, and they're getting driven into the ground, and we understand that okay. they, they're in a feud, but I don't need to see Carmella and uh, and Zelina versus whoever they're going to fight, you know, fifteen different times. Uh, you know, yeah, it, it's it's repetitive. It's stupid. It gets boring after a while. We get to see the same the same thing over and over again with a different twist every match. I mean, it's it's it. I, AEW seems to. I'm not. I'm, listen, I'm not a, a show for AEW. I just think that obviously there are two. They're two totally separate. No, go ahead. Come. To the, <laughs> the dark, side. the dark side. I enjoy, <laughs> I enjoy both immensely for obviously different reasons. But AEW seems to have they will have a storyline, but they will mix it up somehow, some way, and make it come up in, in a in an interesting light. Whereas WWE, it's just it's the same thing over and over again, and we've talked about it ad nauseum, you know, uh, in the past. But we're doing it again, and it's and, like that. Const- it's like that that picture, the guy that's just poking the little thing, going do something. <laughs> Just, just fucking do, do something. something. Jesus, do something. So that's that's where we stand. That all that huge rants to say is that I, I want to talk about Rumble. Um, we got WWE things happening. <laughs> they immediately happened, and especially after you, you you stating that we had a, a an original winner, a supposed to be winner, and that took a quick left turn because that did not happen because WWE did WWE yeah. things. So we will get to that. Oh, by the way, spoiler alert. If sure. you didn't already already know, Riddle did not win the Rumble. Riddle did not win the Rumble. <laughs> Riddle did not, nor did anybody that we thought would like Bliss or Banks or a possible return from Bailey, which is impossible because she's still hurt. Um, none of that happened. So we are left here stuck with two people that 
although fun for fans and great for no it's fun for their wallets fun for their wallets and in the long term will pay off for this not so much and I, again i'll get to all my thoughts with rumble um but after we talk about dynamite i just want to tease this before we talk about dynamite when it comes to the royal rumble matches between the men's and the women's mm-hmm. i'll say this right now and i'll say the rest for later I would have switched the entrance of each winner. Okay. Ponder upon that, and we'll talk about it in a couple minutes. Yeah, I have to think about that because I'm not sure what you actually mean. Um, all right. Meaning, like the the winner of the men's, the number of the men's winner should have been the number of the women's winner. Okay. And the number of the women's winner should have been the number of the men's. Got it. I'll get into it later. All right. So by one number. <laughs> is what you're saying? Because they each well, had, no, they, 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 they were one came number out off of separate other. numbers. They're right, but they were one number off of each other. No, there were two. No, there were there were one. Well, women's was 28, and Lesnar was 27, wasn't he? Lesnar was 30. I'm sorry, you're right. I I apologize. Spoiler alert. Let me. Uh, <laughs> you are absolutely right. I apologize, uh, and I will mute myself. Go on. Uh, so shout out to the 49ers for the rest of their season. I mean. If I got this time on the mic by myself, that's all I'm going to talk about. All right, about. we're not going to talk about the Niners. I'm back. I'm it back. was beautiful. <laughs> I'm back. We're not it talking about the Niners. awesome. <laughs> Let's talk AEW. Shout, shout out. Shout out. The 49ers. Shout out. I will uh, hammer Don all day long on the Niners. I love you guys. Two weeks ago. <laughs> two weeks ago, okay. we, had a re- <laughs> we had a return of John Moxley. So shout out to John Moxley and his return. Uh, shout out. That was a hell, hell of a promo that he cut. Um and oh, it, it was uh, uh, flipped. He flipped a verbal bird, right? You know what? Ten seconds into his promo, oh, yeah. or some shit. Yeah, <laughs> got, beautiful. Got the f bomb out. I was like, oh, Moxley's back. Yeah. And then we also got we got a Mox drop on SmackDown the next couple days after. Yeah, and then Rollins. People forget about that. Well, apparently that was that was scripted. That was supposed to be getting the because uh, we're talking about the shit. I will say again. We'll talk about the Rumble part. Seth Rollins. And his involvement in the Rumble and that entire thing from this, the time that they started this whole mind game uh, story thing with Rollins and, and Reigns up until the part of Rumble, A+. plus. Rollins, A+, plus, best part mm-hmm. of the entire Rumble, and, and we'll, we'll get all to that, into all that. But that, that moment that, he, that you're t- referring to about him talking about Moxley on SmackDown was actually scripted and was approved by McMahon to, to be talked about. Seth Rollins, to me, is approaching God-level status. Slowly but surely, he's getting there. I, I, I'll, I'll talk about it. The Roman Reigns level, the Kenny Omega level. I do think that. What yeah. I would like to think is the Hangman Page level, but if I'm being honest, it's not really there yet. I think he's going to win the, the, the chamber. I really do. Hangman? Uh, oh, hello. Thank you, Alexa. No, not Hangman. Oh. <laughs> you see a Hangman Adam Page. The last, last person I said was Hangman. In the, no, I don't know. I'm, we're talking about Rollins. I was, I was yeah. referring to Rollins, but we'll... we'll, we'll yeah. <laughs> Page is going to come out. He's going to take out Rollins and be the sixth guy. By God, <laughs> that's the AEW champion. What a, what a, what a forbidden door. All right, let's, let's talk all things uh, Dynamite from last week uh, because we're, that's going to lead into tonight's uh, Dynamite. This uh, would be spring break. I really spring break. <laughs> if they called it that. Uh Wait, what was it? Beach break. Beach break. <laughs> Fuck. I said that with all the con- really I confidence. said that with the same confidence I said 46 you is really Andy did. Pettit's number. You really did. You yeah, I, I take all that back now. 
<laughs> you, you lost all that credibility that you got 46 with. Beach break. <laughs> Beach break happened uh, in Cleveland, Ohio. Um, two matches, really, that were that are all I want to talk about from Dynamite. That book ended the entire show. Was your? Okay. Uh, I have one thing in the middle, and that's it. Sure. Okay. I, I do want to talk about Cody Rhodes versus Sammy Guevara. Yes. For the unification, air quotes. Um, sure. Yeah, we'll go with that. Uh, with the, the the TNT Championship being fought on TBS. Uh, Correct. <laughs> that that I was a little confused by. I thought they would save it for for Rampage, but I digress. Um, I I only want to talk about first of all. This might be one of my favorite ladder matches. Yes. One of. Um, simply because of the cutter that was received from the top of the ladder. Yep. <laughs> and the the brokenness that Cody experienced. That entire match was absolutely insane. All of the moves from the top of the ladder were damn near perfect. Mm-hmm. Every single one of them. Ray Phoenix take notes. Oh. <laughs> ah, but hang on. <laughs> that wasn't from a ladder. That was from a table. I'm just saying how to fall. Oh, oh, oh! Okay. I'm just saying yeah. how to fall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Take notes on how to fall. No, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm absolutely sorry. Technically, it wasn't his. Ray, fault. I apologize. I, I should. I shouldn't even say that. I should say, uh, how about Luchasaurus take notes on how to drop somebody, <laughs> how to, for how somebody to fall correctly. Yeah. It, now that I'm thinking about it, he didn't need to fall with him. He didn't. He could have just threw him. You just threw him like like Taker would have just thrown him into the table, and that would have been it. Yeah, he didn't have to fall. With also, him. you should have just put it horizontal instead of at a forty five degree angle. I mean, what it could have should have, but he broke his arm. All right, now we're just <laughs> we're just getting into semantics of it. Not break. He didn't break his arm, but it, it, it where was, was damn that? near snapped. Uh, we were talking about the perfectness of the 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 spots with the ladders. Yes, the cutter. I'll I'll put it to you like this. Sure. I'm not going to put them in any specific order right now because I would really have to break down the whole science of a ladder match in order to do that. Oh, I would like to hear that. But the top two ladder match spots of all time to me, mm-hmm. Edge and Hardy. Of course. Sammy and Cody. Oh, you <laughs> putting them up there already. All right. That cutter mm-hmm. is Edge's spear. I'm going to say top three because I got to put in uh, – uh, uh, Razor Ramon versus Shawn Michaels. I mean, that's like OG right there. That's like the beginning of ladder match lore. It was it was that. I'm spot. not saying I'm not saying ladder matches in general. Uh, okay, I, I agree with you on that. I'm talking about ladder match spots. Yeah, so am I. Yeah, that. Yeah, Which the cross, spot are you referring? I'm referring to, to the cross body that Shawn Michaels performed on Razor Ramon from the ladder. That's it, because, okay. only because I'm just talking about it, it's it's it was like the first okay. ladder match of all I'll, time. I'll like, give you know, that, not of all but time, I will but, also put the addendum to it yeah. in no specific order because we would have to then break down each match. Right. I will put that top three as well. Okay, we have to break. Down but those match. are the three. Right. It's Razor and Sean. It's it's Jeff and Edge, mm-hmm. and it's Sammy and Cody. There you go. That that that. Honestly, that's all we need to say about that match. The match was, yeah, the match was insane. That match was just so beautiful. And the swanton he took, mm. or, or he, he, he dished out. Yeah, delivered. On, on Cody, and the thing didn't break. I thought those things would have broke on impact easily. But of... uh, now I'm also thinking, if someone the size of, I don't know, Lance Archer dropped on Cody, would it have broken? Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, you t- I would take, hope so. Taking consideration the the featherweight uh, that that we're talking about with Guevara. Yeah, he's a he's a light. But man. that that whole match was just just constant gas pedal. 
Like it was all gas, no brakes. Jim, Jim Ross with the uh, ladder mania. It's ladder mania. Um, I just love his Sammy call. I don't know why. <laughs> Sammy, Sammy, Sam. It's just funny to me. I don't get it. It's uh, so simple, and like broadcasting is just so simple. And he got it over like that. I know. It's that's because that's because Jr. You can really do anything uh, in 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 professional wrestling, especially Jr. And just have it go over. Uh, so we have a new TNC champion in Sammy Guevara. And new but old but new, new again. Yes, new but old but new. And uh, which begs the question for me, if you can answer this, that'd be great. What was the mm-hmm. point of Cody winning the belt to begin with? I have no idea. Like what was usually obviously there's a point to the transference of belts. Like you either you're gonna you're gonna be the guy that's gonna hold it for a while or you're gonna be the, the middle guy, the the the, the the transference guy that's that's just there yeah, to set up step for over. The, yeah to set up step over for the new guy that's going to hold it for a while. Yeah, um, the Tyrone Lou did did the Tyrone Lou <laughs> did <laughs> poor Tyler. I mean, it's Cleveland did him wrong. Um, it, I just feel like he, there was no point in, in having that unless you really just wanted to have Cody be a heel for that time, which he never really cashed in on because they had that that insane promo, which was great. Cody did. Um, while in front of a ladder, but really, well, I, there really was no no point to it in my eyes, unless I'm missing something. I, I can't. I have no idea when it comes to Cody turn like winning the TNT title, unless unless when when Cody got COVID. That sounds like a funny video. When Cody got COVID, <laughs> okay. I was thinking Freddie got fingered. That's why. Yeah. <laughs> when, when Cody when Cody got COVID, what an awful moment. Um, I wonder if that just completely, completely changed the storylines. Like they just went and they, they scrapped everything. Maybe they had completely other plans, but he was just gone for a week. He was gone for a week. I'm, but or if, two weeks, maybe. I feel even if COVID, if, if COVID didn't hit Cody <laughs> with the CC, uh, Cody COVID, that the and I said it on the show that Sammy Guevara's reign, first reign as TNT champion, really. Was nothing. There was there was a couple matches. He had six matches, yeah, up leading up to Cody, and there was no kind of like cement and stone legacy with this belt with him. Like obviously, uh, you know, Brody Lee had it. Cody, uh, first champion, TNT champ. You know, maybe this is why they did that. Then that, that, that's all I can think of is that you have to kind of like cement that's yourself. That's a really with good something. way of putting it. Actually, cement yourself with something with this, this belt because you are what they <laughs> what they have so sweetly. Uh, titled the one of the pillars of AEW, <laughs> and so with that being said you can't really be that pillar if you're not going to show some sort of dominance in your field and it really wasn't now this begs the question i just want to point this out there joe black reaper known conspiracy theorist very known is this a work Okay. Was Cody getting COVID all a part of the plan? I know it sounds weird. Don't get me wrong. I'm going to get shit for it. It's all Because it doesn't make sense as to why they would do it around Battle of the Belts. Right. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Why would you? But maybe it was. Maybe they they had it so that there would lead to a ladder match Uh, in in, in a couple weeks. I don't know. They and just, they had this whole ladder match planned out to be like, all right, this is what we're going to do. If that's the case, then then fine. 
if we have to get back to this point, it just that that weird path to get to this point made no sense to me. So if that this was the was end- this padding Cody's stats? <laughs> was this making Cody the only three time TNT champion? Hmm. The first ever three time TNT champion. You know what I mean? Hmm. It just doesn't really make a lot of sense yeah, on paper. It, it doesn't. Just get to get to this point doesn't make any sense. The the it would make more sense if they if when Cody did shoot got COVID. Hmm. That's just funny to say. <laughs> if he did get it and that was the shoot, like did they just go like, all right, let's just we'll just turn Cody heel. Not even that. We'll just we'll just give Sammy the belt. Let him. You know, get shit under his under his wing, and then and then keep going. With I, it. I don't. However, I did see the real first sign, like the first true sign of turning of Cody Healed turning him. fully heel. Mm-hmm. When they when the announce desk made it known that both Sammy and Cody are friends with Fuego del Sol, mm-hmm. and then Fuego got in the ring and was trying to talk to him and this this and that, and then he just hit him with the pile driver. Actually, was it a Tiger Driver 98? Because <laughs> I think it might have been. It was a Tiger Driver. Tiger Driver! <laughs> That's one of my favorite calls in all of Korea. It really is. <laughs> it's, it's great. That, Sammy, 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 and... <laughs> Tiger Driver 98. I really have to think about it right now, but I can't. I, I do like Excalibur's Tobey Suicida calls, too. Oh, yeah. Uh, there's that. Bro, I'm not going to lie. Mm-hmm. Shout out Excalibur. Excalibur has been way. the most in my mind, improved, way. Yeah. the most improved announcer of all time in the short span that he's <laughs> been on the announced desk we in, like, public, in, in public t- uh, TV. We love throwing that term around of all time. Everything, at Not least, what at least, I do. But you do, yes. Let's, let's clarify. Thank you for pointing that out. Let, let's clarify that every single episode, uh, if you're listening and you have a drinking yeah. game, uh, you, you put on in the bingo sheet uh, me uh, calling out the Reaper Joe Black uh, mentioning Spotify, <laughs> that, that one's in the middle. That's one right in the middle. Me, that's the free one in the middle. <laughs> me, me mentioning Spotify, SoundCloud, and, and Apple Podcasts, which I just did now. And yeah, that's under B. And one of us saying of all time. <laughs> yeah, everything's of all time. Greatest of all time. This of all time. Yeah. Worst of all time. Um, right in the smack dab in the middle of dynamite. We had and another one on the oh, end sure, should be whenever we list the top five. Mm. Whenever we say, "Oh, we're going to do a top five episode," and then it just we haven't been we haven't recorded. <laughs> <laughs> my my top five always resonates at the end of the year when we do the the best and worst of the year. That seems like yes. my only top five, and we still have yet to do that's, like a, that's a, your time to shine. That's my time to shine, and that's that's the only time to see every of all the times we say we're going to do a top five, we just we never do it. So we got to do a top five. We just pick a pick a random topic, top five something wrestling related, and we'll do it. Okay. And we just have to be. So in- you talking about right now? No, you want to put not. it in stone? No, no, no. <laughs> Don't put me on the spot because I'm going to say some ridiculous shit. <laughs> like uh, top five bushwhackers. Top, <laughs> top five bushwhackers. Top five. Top, top five members of the Spirit Squad. Go. I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> Nick, 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 and Nick. You know Dolph? How dare you? Fucking idiot! You. <laughs> that's how much you know. Off was Nick. Oh, shit, that's right. Dumbass. Damn it. I'm off. Shut your shit off. That's right. This is the Reaper show now. Nobody can tell me what to do. This is my time to shine. 
I'm going after the AEW World Championship. Moving on. So, <laughs> right smack dab in the middle of Dynamite, we had what are you, what are we doing with the storyline? I got to end this whole this whole thing right now. What are we doing with the storyline with Inner Circle and Jericho? What's going on? Are we are we breaking this up? I feel like it's it's it's. You the really want to know what I think? The beginning and the end with uh, Inner Circle. What? I think they're going LAX. You think we're gonna get Conan? I, I don't think we're going to get Conan, per se. I mean, he, he was an AEW not. for a second. He was. You're absolutely correct. And he did help out Santana and Ortiz in that stadium stampede match against mm -hmm. Tully and, and, and FTR. Sure. But I think they're going to go with uh, Eddie. Okay. I think they are going to break up the inner circle. They might just have the inner circle as the three members. Mm -hmm. Like, it might be a thing. This way they can, you know, go into tree there'll probably be a trios championship at some point in AEW or a six man. And that's how they are able to pull that off. But I would love to see LAX back on the circuit. That'd be fucking awesome. That would be cool. E even throw Diamante in there or something. Okay. That'd be great. I'm with it. I like the idea. They they Jericho's initial idea with Inner Circle was to break it up last year. And Khan uh, told him, and he, this is yeah. this is via put Jericho's... Put the kibosh on it. Put the kibosh on it, and Jericho um, uh, was the one that actually revealed this. Um, that there's no need, which is why you saw the inner circle kind of do their own thing. Khan, in, in his words, and I'm paraphrasing, was like, basically, there's no need to break up the inner circle, just do your own thing, which makes sense. Um, now, it looks like they're actually going to do it. And so, you know, Guevara's uh, TNT champ. Uh, Santana and Ortiz, at some point, are going to get the belts. Um, it's not their time now, but they're they're gonna get the belts at some point. Um, they might go on a heel run, and led by Eddie Kingston, and so we we'll have to see. Um, let's see what else here happens. Uh, I, I that's really the only other thing other than the the uh, well the spot with MJF and uh, CM Punk getting his ass kicked uh, by the Pinnacle. Mm -hmm. um, and <laughs> I keep saying I keep asking when are we getting this. What point are we getting Warlow just absolutely ripping MJF's head off? I don't know. It's it's. I mean, it's going to happen like sooner rather than later now because it's, it's everything just leads. It up has to. to, but I don't think Wardlow has enough behind him to go into like a run, a, a singles run, a solo singles run. He better get on a mic soon. That's what I'm saying. He better. I, I hear get better on a mic soon. I hear you. I hear what you're saying. I think he's absolutely damn good in the ring it's just very impressive i mean he has like the move set of of cena but he's impressive people are he's yeah. over but you're right i think he feel he, he needs to like have that extra something to kind of push him up but he's over because of how much pe how much mj how much MJF people is, hate mjf right right so he needs that's why he's over he needs to get on the mic and he needs to grow out of that yes. somehow yeah which he needs and i think they started to do it with the with the cage match last year in Atlanta against Cody, mm, well, two years ago, three years ago. <sighs> oh yeah, that was still in front of fans. Fuck. Yeah. Two and a half years ago with <laughs> Cody, <laughs> I think that's when they they were trying to do it, and then it never really caught steam. But I think you have to keep him with MJF, you know, at least until after Punk. Right. I would say that MJF. By the way. Uh, well, okay, good. I would say MJF wins that. I would say MJF loses that because I feel Wardlow's going to get involved. I think this is like the the nail in the coffin. 
I think MJF wins it for the same reason. Okay. And then it leads to Wardlow saying, well, you couldn't beat the best in the world without me. Mm. Okay. I can see it going either way. What about what about if you don't have me or something like that? Right. And then he just goes out on his own. Yeah. I uh, I can see it going either way. Um, I don't appreciate him using the Mr. Mayhem gimmick. I'm sorry, Wardlow, but that is a thing that's copyrighted by Sam Crow Enterprises and the Sons of Anarchy show. Wow. You went deep there. I did. I'm a stand for Sons. That's why. <laughs> sons of Anarchy. Sons I want to point that out. Uh, not Sons of Slam. <laughs> um Let's see here. So, <laughs> I'm a son. anything, anything, sons of uh-huh. anything. Honestly, uh-huh. anything, sons of blank. I'm really a fan of sons of slam, sons of anarchy, sons of liberty. Like I'm a fan of all of them. <laughs> if you can think of any other son, actually, want on even. I like history, uh-huh. right? Son of Sam, <laughs> cool part of history. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm from New York. We are you know? one. We are one letter away from being very offensive to somebody. Oh yeah, Son of, Sons of Sam. Uh, yeah. by, by the way, if you ever get the chance to watch that on Netflix, that documentary, holy shit, absolutely insane. Go go watch. it. I seriously. don't need to because my no. grandmother actually lived it. Uh, <laughs> like she was. I didn't need to either because I lived right next door. But as a, as a as a child, I was on North Broadway. His house was literally behind my building on three seventy seven. So you North heard Broadway. the dog Sam. So my dad would joke around, saying, "I mean, I'm, I was like." Two or three years old, but my dad would joke when I got older. Like, that you know the Berkowitzes yeah, down the block. They were literally Real fucking weird guys. Literally <laughs> right behind our building. So if you not right behind, there was there's Yonkers is a very very hilly city. So oh our, boy, is it? Uh, oh, is it? So it's horrible in the That's snow. Why I don't right go now. there in the winter? <laughs> we were in an apartment building. The house, his house. Oh, not his house, but uh, well, the apartment that he lived in was down the street off of Broadway. So like one block down. And his accomplices were in a house behind us, like two blocks down behind us. So in, in the radius of a quarter of a mile, we had all these killers <laughs> going on. And if you, watch, if you watch the documentary and you see the house that, that Sam's, that David Berkowitz's accomplices were, that lived in, that house was behind our building. Go on. Question for, for the group. What a tangent. Go ahead. Go ahead. Um, by accomplices, do you mean the people you that actually did the murders? No, he was involved, but he had he had help. Meaning the son. Okay, F- to my recollection, the people who owned the dog, the guy who owned the dog, the guy who owned the dog, and his sons, the, his two sons. Yes, are those the people you're talking about? Yep. Okay. Yep. But- By the way, those sons, not a fan of. <laughs> See, see, you have to clarify. That's why I pointed okay. out because you have to clarify which you're. So you're a fan of Son of Sam. You're, you're a fan but of not the sons. I'm, I, I'm of, a fan of, of the sons of Slam. I'm a fan of the son of Sam, uh, but I'm not a fan of the sons of Sam. <laughs> thank you for clarifying that because the uh, <laughs> the the amount of hate mail we probably received. Uh, let's we, <laughs> as we always digress. God, we go on awful tangents. Uh, acclaimed is going to get uh, Anthony Bowens uh, is going to get his ass kicked by John Moxley on Rampage, uh, and he, he he did. Uh, Julia Hart, I, I'm waiting for the the day that she turns uh, over to the House of Black. That whole gimmick, the House of Black. Uh, I love the, it. The next AEW show, I got to get a shirt. <laughs> I got to get a, I got to get something because that that that's going to be the biggest. I'm telling you, it's going to be the biggest faction. My favorite faction in AEW going forward will be the House of Black. 
So, um, I probably should have got one for you, and I just forgot. You always forget I, about me, sorry. I spent about 300 bucks on AEW shop mm. a couple days ago, <laughs> about a week ago. And um, I did buy <laughs> okay. me. Now that I know that you're such a big fan, I'll, I'll get you one too. Of? I bought me and Steven coffee mugs that say House of Black Member. <laughs> the fact that you didn't get me one, I'm highly offended, and uh, this will be our last show. All right. This is our last By episode. the way, on the bingo card, anytime Chris says this will be our last show. That's, that's the first time I've ever said it. <laughs> the first that's time. Not, the you first, say that once a week almost. This is our last show. What are you talking about? I never say that. Are we, we the same talking show? about? Every time I bring up some stupid shit, you go, "Well, this will be our last show, and I will be looking for a new co-host." Oh, well, I stayed you to the other. Ah, there's <laughs> another box. I will be looking for a new co-host. That I would say. Anytime either one of us say that, it. I say. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking for a new co-host, and nobody seems well. And I shouldn't say that. I do get, I do get some requests <laughs> in my my DMs. I'm like, listen, if you need somebody, I'm here. Um, let's see here. So let me fast forward because the. Uh, I want to point this out. Any guests that want to come on the show, by all means, come on. Uh, Just send us a DM yes. or a text. We'll Let us you, know. We'll tell you when we're recording. Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm passing we'll tell by. tell you what, what, what second week out of the month we're recording. <laughs> <laughs> Our record days vary. Um, yeah. Let's see here. So I'm skipping over the Layla Hirsch and Red Velvet because that was kind of whack. Uh, we had Britt Baker and her her 2021 awards so good for her she's what a beautiful segment that was <laughs> beautiful segment um f- female wrestler of the year and i also pointed out that we as i sent you guys in the group chat uh her her uh, bio on her website it was very professional yes very professional uh, i didn't like though that she didn't, they don't mention anything about her being a women's world champion well what what would what would that have to do with the fact that i'm getting my my wisdom teeth yanked she knows how to perform under pressure. <laughs> Got it. She should have posed with her belt. That would have been yeah. that would have been yes. the way to go. Uh, yes, <laughs> like Shawn Michaels. I'm, I'm Wait, kidding. what? What? <laughs> you have? <laughs> I knew you'd be the kind of person to have a Playgirl uh, magazine. Let's see here. So, <laughs> our our last match, our main events, is an unsanctioned match, a lights out match, and these historically, as we talked about last time with uh, Britt Baker. Are absolutely insane. And really you, quickly you before we get into that, yes, please. I do just want to point out that um, that segment between Lance Archer and 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 Hangman Page, I called it from day one that All it was right. going to be some sort of Texas Death Match. Yeah, was so happy when I saw that. Anyway. I was like, I fucking knew it, Tony. <laughs> book me, book me, and that's what we got. We got a Texas Death Match. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm can I tell you it. my favorite part about that Lights Out match? He's not going to win. He's not going to win. But sure, yes, go ahead. No. Dan Austin. So, this match, okay. first of all. Have you read up on Dan Housen, first of all? Uh, barely. Okay. Okay, here we go. All I know is that in real life, he's a really good guy because my friend uh, actually worked with him uh, in, on an independent uh, scene. And, uh, yeah, anyway, go ahead. Eddie? Eddie, yes. No, I know Eddie. <laughs> my friend knows Dan. And he said that in real life, he's a really nice guy. Go ahead. Dan Housen. Mm-hmm. Where should I know him from? Where should we know him from? Really? Mm -hmm. The Independence. Okay. If you are any a fan of independent wrestling, you know who Danhausen is. Mm -hmm. 
He is huge, entirely over with the IWC. Okay. The internet wrestling community. Internet wrestling community. He is probably one of the best character-based indie wrestlers to come out of the indies since Orange Cassidy. And he's just incredibly over. Hmm. And I like I heard him on Sam Roberts wrestling show. And I like I fast forwarded through the rest of it. I was like, I can't take this. And then I heard him on <laughs> Okay. I heard him on uh Talk is Jericho as well. Talk is Jericho. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the pot of thunder and rock and roll. <laughs> All right. Um I heard him on there and I was like I don't know why, but this kid like is entertaining. He's an entertaining soul. It's fucking crazy. It makes no sense. I'll be honest with you. I don't think I've seen a clip of him wrestle. Okay. <laughs> All right. I've strictly seen and heard like him in character. And he's just like a crazy dope troll. Okay. <laughs> he right. doesn't call Chris yet. I'll, I'll put it to you like this. He doesn't call people by what they're supposed to be called. Right. So he, he would call Chris Jericho, Chris Judas. <laughs> okay. Right. He would probably call orange Cassidy, Mr. Orange or something. Hmm. He would call Adam Cole, the baby. It's some <laughs> uh, shit like that. Sure. Like he's just crazy creative uh, and it's wild. The baby. And that's all I'm gonna put over Danhausen right now. Right. But yeah, when I saw Danhausen come out on that chair, when when uh, when Cole went to go get that chair, I was like, yes, we need Danhausen in AEW, and don't put him with the House of Black. I'm sorry, please don't. <laughs> I would love it. Don't get me wrong, I would love it. Mm. But the House of Black needs to be legit. Mm. And Danhausen would bring that comedy aspect to it that would make it seem mm, not legit. For lack of a better term, kind of fugaze. Okay. And uh, yeah, but Danhausen. Danhausen. Right. I was so hyped. He uh, apparently he he collects teeth. Okay. And he'll throw them out to the crowd, like when he wrestles. Fun. Yeah. <laughs> I'm looking forward to. And it. he's uh. just always in gimmick. Everything has housing at the end of it. He speaks his own carny. And every word just has housing at the end of it. So your like okay. your name would be Chris Housen. <laughs> okay. Right? right? My name would be Reaper Housen. He would probably call me Joe Reaper. It'd be awesome. I see. I gotta look into this guy because he's And he's also like consistently top five merch sales on pro wrestling tees. You know those those cameos that that, that they put out? It's mm -hmm. called Shoot. Mm -hmm. He's like number one on there every month. Beats out CM Punk, Santana and Ortiz, Adam Cole, everybody, Britt Baker. Gotta, uh, it's fucking crazy. Look into him. All right. I, we have to look into him because now he's he's uh, he's all he is all elite. He's Not all only, elite. but that that wasn't just a one off. He got the whole scope and picture of everything. He's all elite. He came out in the weirdest way. I've never seen anybody debut like that. That was that was it, that was very interesting. So during the Orange Cassidy and Adam Cole. Baby, match. Uh, Cole is going for a chair under the ring. Gets some resistance while he's trying to pull it out, and he yanks on the chair. And holding onto the chair is Danhausen. And half the crowd went nuts, and half the crowd were like, "Who is this guy?" 
Understandable. Mm-hmm. Understandably. Um, and we, that, so, same ratio over here. Same ratio. Exactly. And so <laughs> I, I knew, I know of him. I just, I've never seen him in, in a wrestling match. I've, I don't know his persona. I don't know his background. I've seen him. I, I know who he is. Um, but I will tell you now that that reaction that he had was the same reaction that every single person in AEW got when they first started. So yeah, the 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 upside to AEW and Tony Khan is that he really knows how to push somebody, play the marks. Yeah, oh, that too. Mean, yeah, that too. That too. <laughs> well, both. Yeah, play the mark. Yeah, absolutely. He, he played the marks by signing this guy, who's really he's 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 kind of cashing in on the fame that he has with the IWC. And yes. and uh, he's going to turn that into global domination, <laughs> you know, because he yeah. just he just knows how to put put names out there. That's all I'll say. With that being said, this match was absolutely insane, and the the uh, the kicker for me was that spot at the end when mm-hmm. I, we were talking about like there were, there were chains involved. This is the most brutal match I've seen Orange Cassidy have in AEW. Um, so kudos to him uh, for for pulling this out because I I did not know he could go into like some sort of you know, uh, Festus mode. So insane. Yeah. <laughs> Basically, the bell rings and he just goes absolutely insane. No, um, his thing is when he takes off the his his uh, elbow pad. Right. There, there, there's that. Well, there was that. Plus, also the fact that when uh, Adam Cole, Adam Cole did the uh, the crotch shot to uh, to Cassidy and he revealed that he has a a cup cup with yeah. with thumbtacks on it. Yeah. How do you wrestle like that? <laughs> How the hell? I don't know. There's, there's too much. First of all, there's, there's way. Let's just even think about that. There's way too many things that could go wrong with yeah. having thumbtacks near your crotch, on your crotch, yeah. next to your peach. The yeah, uh, yeah you, you I peach a deal. <laughs> deal. I can't imagine going through life or anything athletic. Like if I'm, uh, if I'm doing something, I'm jumping around. I'm, I'm on a treadmill and I have a cup on that has spikes connected to it, pointing out. Uh, my, my luck. One of them would go in, puncture my nut, and I'm done. It's Chafe City. <laughs> it's ultimate Chafe City. You're talking about yeah. you're talking about having reconstruction surgery going on down there. Like you're getting reassigned as as a woman at that point. Quick tangent. <laughs> Speaking of reconstruction, did you know that Johnny Knoxville got his testicles got gored by a bull? Did you know that he had brain damage because of that uh, that spot on Jackass Forever? Yeah. Did you know that? No. <laughs> I wanted to say that I did. Yes, I did not. Yes, Permanent brain damage? No. Well, he had a, a brain uh, 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 rupture. Um, he had a contusion. He had a brain contusion. Oh, that's why he was dumb enough to take all those shots without any fucking, with, but with the stiffness. He, he was talking to uh, Jimmy Kimmel, and he said that. No, I'm sorry, not Jimmy Kimmel. He was talking to Howard Stern, and he mentioned that uh, there was a, there's a spoiler a, for later. For later. There's, <laughs> there's, a, uh, there's a spot where he got gored by a bull, got thrown into the air, landed on his head. And that's where he got the brain contusion, and he ended up having the brain damage. And his his family is like, "Stop doing this shit." <laughs> and he's like, "Oh well, I, I guess I won't." Uh, apparently, this is it though for him. Anyway, another we only talk about him yeah. because he was in the Rumble. The Royal Rumble was it. <laughs> the Royal Rumble was yeah, that was it. <laughs> um, that, let me get to the last spot here uh, as far as um, this match here. So I feared for Cole's life because. He, he so basically he did a uh, what do you even call it? it was it was kind of like a a sidewalk slam into this platform that AEW is famous for for using that is basically we saw it first saw it on the Sammy Guevara Orange Cassidy 
I'm talking about Orange Cassidy and, and, and Cole. I'm talking about that spot. Yes. They use this platform that they've always used. They, they continue to use where it's just basically a platform. It's a, it's a board. And then there's cushion underneath. They, they did it for the Stadium Stampede you know, a couple years ago yep. with Sammy Guevara. Um, mm. And they use it for this spot. This was kind of like a, I want to say like a sidewalk slam into this thing from 20, 30 feet in the air. I believe, if I'm not mistaken, I believe that is a move that Orange Cassidy used, in which he calls, which I don't know why I didn't see this coming from before, the beach break. <laughs> How apropos. Yeah. The beach break. Beach break through a cushiony table. Not the spring break. Not the spring break. The beach the break. Beach break. Right. Yeah, that one I get right. Fuck. So, uh, and, and he landed. If you see Cole, he kind of went... If he if he didn't land and it went even further, he would land directly on his head because he kept pushing him down and Cole's head kept going back, 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 back to the point yeah. where if he again if he kept falling, there was more space. His body would have ended up at like a you know just straight up and down in in a vertical position, and his head would just hit the hit the thing. So even on that spot, you just saw the referee immediately run to to him in the hole. The referee fell in the hole. <laughs> it slipped and did the, and called the pin and Cassidy won. This, that was a big pop. That was a big pop. Uh, being an unsanctioned match doesn't count against Cole. So that's the perfect excuse to not have a, a loss on your, your resume. Um, but with that said... That's, and it also pads you know, Orange Cassidy's gimmick it, of that. Yes, he, he doesn't care, but when it does count... He actually pull that shit off. Well, I mean, technically this didn't count, so it's kind of weird. It's kind of weird, sense. but it counts, but it doesn't count. <laughs> It is very weird. Um, yeah, this was this was just enough to not be as insane as last uh, last couple of light, lights out matches, but it really delivered uh, in a really big way. And again, with that last uh, the last spot, so kudos to to the two of them and AEW for pulling off this this match and beach bash break uh, comes to an end. And that was uh, dynamite. It's a really good episode overall. Um, let's talk. <laughs> are, are, we, are we doing it? Are we finally getting to it? What? Let's talk all things Rumble. <laughs> so, yeah. Here's the deal. Uh, pulling the veil away from everything. So, we started recording this at 10 o'clock in the morning. It is now 11 o'clock at night. Things happen. So, our plan was to just kind of, as they do in production, in regular production, in, in podcast world... They do it in segments. You sometimes hear, if you're listening to your favorite podcast, things get edited out, and you don't notice it because they have you know professionals doing uh, the, the production value there. So what I wanted to do was just basically get home, finish this podcast with, with Joe here, and uh, just go on about our day. But then shit went down. So I, I texted Joe, and I was like, you know what? Let's just do this for the reels. We're going to finish this off talk about the rumble but we wanted to cut in and finish recording this podcast but first talk about what just happened between the time we recorded this morning and now at eleven forty four at night <laughs> on uh wednesday february 2nd so with all that being said let's get to what happened uh between then and now so a lot of shit went down we were supposed to have uh we did have AEW dynamite tonight uh not really talking about that so much as what was supposed to happen so we're aware of, if, if you watch WWE, even if you don't watch AEW, should be aware of a gentleman by the name of Brian Kendrick. Uh, uh. The 
the, the Brian Kendrick. Brian Kendrick. This gentleman was in 205. He was in WWE for a very long time, in and out in the independence. He was a coach at the at the Performance Center at he one was point. A coach recently. at the Performance Center. Uh, went to NXT for for a tad. Uh, came up and then. Uh, Actually, asked for his release around the same time that uh, Mustafa Ali. We even talk about that yet. The fact that he wants to get out of his contract and he's not being released. Yeah, uh, I always find that funny too. I find it ironic that some people want to stay and they get let go, but people like Mustafa, who's not getting used, were like, "I want, I want out. I want to find greener pasture somewhere else because I'm not getting it here." And they're like, "Nope, we're, you're going to stay right here." Fair enough. So Brian Kendrick gets his release. He was supposed to debut tonight on Dynamite. And against one John Moxley. I don't know who that is. It's uh, they should should have picked a bigger name. Um, yeah, that was a I'm huge sorry. D- D- bigger name. Dean Ambrose. Dean Ambrose. There you go. It should have been. It, <laughs> it was going to be his debut. He was probably going to get his ass kicked, but he was going to debut against John Moxley, one of the biggest names in all of AEW. So, what then happens, as what tends to happen nowadays, is that. If you say well, some no, shit. something that happens that's that has always happened is shit happened after we stopped recording our first segment. Well, this is, <laughs> this is always true, which is why we're doing it now and not pretending that it we recorded it this morning. Um, I'm just talking about the the fact that you know it, what what you say will come out into the light, especially with social media and the interwebs. So if you say something, no matter when it was, someone will dish that shit, dig that shit up, and sure enough, it'll it'll come to light. So Brian Kendrick, back in, if I remember the year correctly, 2013, yes, so a 2013 High Spots interview, uh, basically <laughs> he had some hot takes about two things that I would never touch in a million years, the Holocaust and Sandy Hook. Get ready, kids, we're going to have some fun with this. So he said, and I quote, and th- th- again, these are the words from Brian Kendrick, and all this led to him being removed from the match with John Moxley. One second, was it Sandy Hook in 2014 or 2012? Which one was it? I want to say 2012. Okay, all right, never mind. Regardless, go on. Um, see now you have me. Now you have I me apologize. Curious. The only reason I asked that is because I will always remember the day of Sandy Hook. Because mm-hmm. it is, if I'm not mistaken, you can correct me on this when you look it up right now. December 14th, 2012. It, it is my birthday. There you go. All right. So see what shit goes down on your birthday. <laughs> like you, will, I know, right? You will never forget that as long as you live. You had Sandy Hook. I have the freaking- It was my 19th birthday. It was your 19th birthday. You have Sandy Hook. I have the freaking insurrection <laughs> on January 6th. So there's always fun times there. Um, the, the following statement made by Brian Kendrick- are you not you're, you're muting yourself because you don't want to talk about the insurrection? Is that what you're saying <laughs> about about one of the darkest days in history? Fine, all right, I'll say it. Uh, that should happen on, on my birthday. Thanks a lot. So the following the following interview happened 2013 on High Spots, and he, he first talks about the Holocaust, and this is what he said: "Quote Brian Kendrick, the Holocaust is overblown." And the Red Cross stated it was only 250,000 Jews who were killed, and the number was blown up to justify the creation of Israel. The gas chambers were for delousing, and some evidence suggests that the Allies mocked up death camps to expand the lie. The Russians killed 10 million Catholics during the same period, and they didn't have a country for their loss. Unquote. 
on Sandy Hook. This was an attempt to further a plan to cause an eventual civil war in America. Robbie Parker was, air quotes, caught laughing before being told he was on, which, at which point he began to act sad. His daughter was named as a victim and was then photographed two days later with Obama. Sandy Hook is supposed to help lead to our guns being removed and eventually those with, who continue to push back against the government will be sent to FEMA camps, unquote. That is his point on Sandy Hook. That was his point on the Holocaust. Those comments led to him being removed from tonight's Dynamite. Thoughts? I mean, no, I'm kidding. Stop. Uh, I'm absolutely <laughs> kidding. I'm absolutely kidding. That was a joke. Uh, um, no, nah, you just, you can't say shit like that. Just leave it alone. I hate, see, here's the thing now. With this invention of social media and everything, mm-hmm. these celebrities, and you know what? I'll I'll even put the, the word quote unquote celebrities when it comes to professional wrestlers mm-hmm. because they are a celebrity for a niche group of humans Mm. you know what i mean Mm. they're not there's a handful of wrestlers in history that have branched out into the mainstream household name the hulk hogan's the rick flair's stone cold rock cena andre those are the type of names that are like those are celebrities in hollywood Mm. brian kendrick being a celebrity in the professional wrestling world, really, if you're a mark, not even, you know, more or less a casual fan, he, people like that think that they have a platform where they can do some real justice on. And for some people, that is true. But pick and choose what you want to do justice on, brother, because that's not one of them. That's not one of them. <laughs> that's just something you don't fucking talk about not, not even close it's like hey why don't we not we can just you know we'll just nip it in the butt we just won't talk about it it's pretty plain and simple sure now if you want to have an educated discussion on it a completely separate topic that's a completely different scenario we could have a discussion on it you need to bring in facts you need to cite your sources but I can honestly say being a lover of history myself, I don't think Brian Kendrick's going to bring a lot of source material to a debate about the Holocaust in his favor. Or factual. Or factual, for that matter. Right. So, but that's all I'll see on that. He then, he then went on to uh, apologize. <laughs> and uh, this actually came in... I think it was minutes after the match ended. The exact time. It just says February 2nd here. So I received this alert. Yeah, it was it was kind of like towards the end of Dynamite. So he said, and I quote, I spread the most vile. And again, this is 2013. Now we're not talking about now. I spread the most vile comments without thinking of the damage it would cause. I will live with this regret for the rest of my life. I am truly sorry for the pain that I've caused. Unquote. Uh, I listen. That, this was at nine o two p.m. Uh, on Twitter from right. at Mr. Brian Kendrick. Uh, I give him credit for even putting that out because a lot of people would just suck it up and be like, "Nah, I said what I said." So I'll I'll give him that credit. Um, with that said, uh, I I mean, 
forgive and forget. I don't know. <laughs> I I would tend to if I was Tony Khan probably put the kibosh on this this signing right now because it's uh, still not I'll a good put it look. To you like this, ready? Who do you think Tony Khan signs first? The Brian Kendrick or or Jeff Hardy? Oh, Hardy. Yeah, Hardy, without a doubt. Yeah, I mean that's that's something that that's a personal demon that he's dealing with. I'm not talking yeah, about, uh, even though the drug test came back negative. A racist statement. Even though the drug test came back negative. I mean, the, what? Well, drug test, not alcohol test. <laughs> they didn't, That's uh, fine, but his thing was drugs back in the day. Oh, well, now it's alcohol. Like he was, well, yeah. If Listen. This is true. Moxley just went through this. We just had this thing with Moxley. So if, if he's able to suck it up and, and kind of get help, then... You can change the narrative. People still love Jeff Hardy. That's the thing. He, he, he Jeff Hardy, the, the two of them, I hear what you're, the comparison you're trying to make, but as far as what, what he can get right now, uh, as, as opposed to what Brian can do, I, Jeff Hardy has a, a much brighter future in another organization than, than Kendrick does, especially with this coming out. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I, I just wanted to bring that up because it's a huge, it's a huge deal. Um, and he was replaced uh, tonight with Wheeler Yuta. So there was that. Wheeler Yuta flat, uh, flanked by one Orange Cassidy and Danhausen. Nice. So hyped. <laughs> See, I, I'm so, if I can get Danhausen on my television every every week, money well spent, Tony. I got I got to watch it. See, I, we I just got home, so I I wasn't able to watch it, but uh, I, I know there were a couple things that happen especially with cm punk uh getting his first lo- well, i mean we'll we talk about now it's after uh, the fact <laughs> we had so, it's all yeah, i mean we might as well just put it all out there he lost really the only thing that happened. okay there's two things happened in dynamite sure tonight please go ahead two big things oh, really quick yeah yes they led up to the texas death match that we're gonna have next week it was a good promo it was a nice fight uh lance archer through uh through a table who okay through who to start the night, through who there the was, what was that? You, you broke up there. Through who? Through through who? To through a table. <laughs> Let's try that five okay. times. Through who? Lance through a table. Hangman through a table. Got it. Through a table. Go on. Okay. Go on. So, to start the night, you had the Wheeler Yuta John Moxley match. Mm-hmm. Great match. However, at the end, one Brian Dan. Yep, Brian Danderson. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I said it right, and I thought I said it wrong. No, you were right. Um, one Brian Danielson came out, and one would think that he would be alluding to a match against John Moxley. Uh, no, 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 no. Oh, no, no. He wants to team up with John Moxley and create a faction. Oh. I believe he name-dropped someone like Daniel Garcia or even a Wheeler Yuta. Okay. So that was the first thing to keep an eye out on. John Moxley, Brian Danielson storyline going forward, which I would totally be okay with. Sort of a uh, two-man power trip of sorts. Okay. The other thing was MJF and CM Punk. So, I just want to put it like this. CM Punk, that pop in Chicago, it really never gets old. Mm Mm-hmm. Only rivaled by MJF in Long Island. But 
Uh, <laughs> it was like a a forty five minute match. Okay. It was really long. Like I think I looked. I, I was actually on the phone with Steven at the time, and I looked at the clock, and it was nine twenty two, and the match had already started. Mm. And I was like, even Steven told me he goes, "Why aren't they having this as the main event?" And I remember Justin Roberts saying on the broadcast, you know, uh, uh, whatever 60-minute time limit or TV time remaining. I was mm. like, oh, shit, this is the main event. Mm. And it didn't even click in my mind that it was only 9.20. Mm. I was like, oh, my God, they're going for freaking 50 for, minutes. They're going 40 minutes in. Okay. Yeah. So, but that that was incredible. And MJF has handed CM Punk his first official loss singles loss any type of loss in aew wow he did it by do you want to take a guess uh was did warlow have anything to do with it yes he did uh, didn't we call it earlier this morning it's like probably <laughs> yeah way back when yeah yeah exactly way back way back yonder. way back yonder 12 12 hours ago yeah exactly 13 at this <laughs> it's point it's not 13 hours ago yeah yeah so it was wardlow is towing the line of Am I going to do it or am I not going to do it? Mm. And he went back and forth when he came out of maybe it, it, it was, it was perfect. I know I okay. don't use that term a lot. <clears throat> I know. Well, you used, but it was perfect. instead of using perfect, you used best ever. So you know, just, you're just inter interchanging words. That's it. Yeah. Greatest. Ever. I'm a wordsmith. Yeah, I'm a wordsmith. <laughs> as long as it has ever in it, you're, you're great. Um, so I got to know immediately after this, I'm going to watch and, uh, it's some dynamite and get high as hell moving yeah. on. Um, before we move I'm on gonna to taking some vitamite, some vitamite, vitamite. I'm going to take in some dynamite. Yes. I'm going to ingest some vitamins. It's going to be a good night. Sure. Sure. Some vitamin, some vitamins, some Vegemite, Vegemite. <laughs> um, <laughs> before we get to the grand finale of this entire thing with uh, the rumble, uh, really quickly, going back to football, we failed to mention that uh, the Washington football team has a new name. So congratulations to the Washington Commanders. Uh, 20, okay. 2022 now. season. I, I, I kind of like the name. Go on. Okay. I, uh, I, I got mixed feelings on it. Okay. I like the name. Mm. Okay. However, for a sports team, it's going to get a little difficult. How are you going to chant... Here we go, com commanders. Here it doesn't make sense. Commanders. That's all right. There you go. All right. But if you had a let's go chant, what are you chanting? If you take, first of all, I read it this morning. Let's go, Durs. No, no, you got to go the other way. But let me preface this by saying, let's go, commanders. I read it this morning and I thought it said comrades. Let's go, com and I'm like, let's go, commies. Whoa. Let's go, commies. The Washington commies. There you go. Got it. It's yeah. Shout out to commies. Shout out to the commies. <laughs> America. Shout out to the commies. Now, now I just want to draw some parallels. Uh -huh. It's a team from Washington, D.C. It's the capital of the United States of America. Mm. They're called the Commanders. Mm -hmm. They wear red. Oh, boy. And the shortening of it is called commies. <laughs> Part of me is wants the, to the, think... I don't know if that's the actual shortening of it, but go ahead. That no one in the... Mm, Senator Joe McCarthy 
lineage oh, had anything that. to do with this uh, name being <laughs> drawn? Just a little history nugget for I think you, you might be the only one that calls commanders the commies. I, I just said the commies because it just sounds I am not. short. I can tell you that Twitter is ablaze by calling them the commies. Are they really? I did not know that. Okay. Oh, yeah. Look at that. All right. Oh, yeah. Oh, boy. Peter, Peter, known, known football team of Washington superfan Peter Rosenberg uh, even said, let's go commies. Let's go commies. <laughs> oh, man. This is going to bite them in the ass. It just, okay. This should be fun. Welcome, commies. <laughs> For the next 60, but 70 years. But only if they win. If they win, nobody knows nothing about nobody it. Nobody knows nothing. If um, the Warriors mm-hmm. stunk, they would have had their name changed already. They did stink. They stunk for many years before. Nope, no, 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 no. If Cur- they stunk Curry. in the time of Before the... Curry was there, they stunk for years. Nope. They, if, yes. If they stunk <laughs> in the time of the nope. quote-unquote cancel culture time period. Which is now. Yes. No. Which they don't stink. No, the Warriors is not an offensive name. The Redskins Some is. people, <laughs> Redskins is Redskins is straight up offensive. Uh-huh. Indians borders it. Borders it, which is why they changed it. Which is why they changed it. Mm-hmm. Warriors, to me, also kind of borders it. it it's, really? Okay. Kind of. I, I, I don't see it. I don't see that. I don't see, like, uh, the Braves, I don't see that as far as offensive. Um, oh, what about this? The Florida State Sem- uh, Seminoles. Seminoles. I almost said Semolinas. That's not Jesus that's Christ. not offensive because that's the name of a tribe. Yes, this is true. You're not you're not calling someone by their skin name, <laughs> by their yeah. skin color. Let's go, Sammies. Whoa. <laughs> You know, that's Whoa. hey, yo, that's not a thing. Uh, speaking more of football before we get to finally the Royal Rumble, good god. Uh, I'm backtracking to uh, something that I meant to say earlier in the day about Brian Flores. Uh, story came out that, uh, according to him in 2019, the owner of the Dolphins offered him a hundred thousand dollars per game to tank each game. Yep, why? And here's my question is why would you have to do that when they they stunk that year? Save your money. <laughs> I mean, why? Why put him in in this in this situation? And uh, someone did. Bring you want to know why? Someone did bring up. I'm sorry. To, someone did bring, bring up a good point on Michael K. That if uh, if they wanted to stink that bad and get like a number one, number two pick uh, in the draft, you should have kept Adam Gase. Why did you fire him if you wanted to be that bad? If you actually wanted to be bad, just for looks. I got it. All right. Uh, what, I'm sorry. What were we gonna say before I cut you off? Um. Uh. Somewhat of a new development in that story. Mm-hmm. Um, noted uh, former New England Patriot, former Miami Dolphin also, mm-hmm. I believe. Maybe. I'm not sure. but No, I'm sorry. Former New England Patriot, former Indianapolis Colt, Darius Butler, was on the Pat McAfee show earlier today. Okay. Or yes, yesterday, maybe. I think it was earlier today. Saying that... Um, Pat had asked him about the text messages between Bill and Brian. Brian, right. And I believe Darius Butler's exact quote somewhat says, um, I don't know Bill to make mistakes like that. Mm-hmm. So the right. plot thickens. The plot thickens, and he's not that stupid. There's no way that he mixed up two different people. I, I always thought that. Yeah. Yeah, it's... It was just basically to help Brian in his cause, honestly. Yeah. 
even though even though uh, Belichick has a a great history of camaraderie with the Giants organization. He he was yes. at, he was at one time a coach for them. Yep. Uh, there was I mean there's there's been talk it's if, he, the Jets, if he wasn't the Patriots it's the Jets that he hates it's the Jets that he hates so if there was there's been talk that if he wasn't with the Patriots that he'd go to to New York. Um. Yeah, I just I just Who find did, that I find that weird that he, they put him on he put that team on blast when he's very good friends with the Maras and I, I just I don't know I, I I hear what you're saying and I agree with you I agree with that yeah. Bill is not Bill is one of the smartest brains the he's the smartest football brain in history I mean with with Brady you know, best tandem in football yeah but yeah i I just find it weird that he would send that and then make that such a huge mistake <laughs> like oh my god i i apologize I meant to send this to Dable. anyway, oh my bad dude sorry guy I didn't mean that um all right let's let's move on for the love of God all right let's do this so rumble all things rumble um all right before we say before we go anywhere, I just want to bring up something that I brought up earlier, sure remember what I said about the two Royal Rumble and entr- the winners mm-hmm. switching their entrance numbers. Just keep that in mind. Okay. So starting the the night off with what seems like a, a staple. huge pop from everybody, a huge staple, which seems to be Roman Reigns, uh, always opening up the night. But my question, which we were just kind of watching and nobody really mentioned when we were watching on Zoom, was that why did Roman Reigns come out first? And then you realized why, and it was because yep. Seth freaking Rollins stole the night. By not only coming out to the Shield's music, but coming through the crowd dressed up in Shield gear, and coming through the crowd, and it, it just this again the whole direction of the the past being brought up by Seth and going in the route of the mind games angle, which nobody has done since Reigns has taken this heel turn. All, all great, all amazing, all great. Um, the match itself, great, amazing, amazing match. Crap ending. Crap ending, but I will I will say that with, for all for all that and having this disqualification, it it lent itself properly to where it was going to go. If that makes yes. sense, so, I agree with that. So in the moment, it sucked because anything with disqualification after a, a fantastic match absolutely sucks. But when you first off have the the twist of roles, because now you have Reigns bashing Rollins with a chair. They call it a twist of fate. Twist of fate, some would say. You have the this, twist this of rolls. Now, now Reigns is bashing him in the back. You give Seth this huge face push because the, the crowd there at St. Louis they loved him. They were they were cheering him on. They were they loved him. You had Reigns. They love the Shield. They love the Shield, but they I think they, were they were turning on, on high off that. But but Reigns did his job. They they absolutely did. You're right. But Reigns did his job in cementing that he was the heel. In yes. this, because it was there was a kind of a weird line that was that, like in the sand there. You didn't know which way it was going to go because Reigns was kind of playing the the innocent role because Seth was pulling out these mind tricks, and then Reigns just destroying Seth with the, with the chair, and then it wouldn't be the last time you see Roman uh, in one of the the best swerves in in my personal opinion, one of the best swerves in a very long time that that happened. Um, coming up, you, you got we'll we'll talk about it. Um, I, I agree. I agree with it being one of the best swerves, but I don't agree with how the night progressed. I'll put it to you like this: mm. in this particular night, with the way that everything has developed since day one, when Roman got COVID, mm. I wouldn't have been opposed to Seth winning that title. 
that it could have gone a, a lot of different ways. It could have gone Seth winning the title and then Reigns coming into the Rumble, possibly. Exactly. There's that. There's that. Uh, but I, I kind of like better the way they, they went with it. If they had to go two different routes, I do like the fact that they kept it on him and then went the other route with the uh, the other title match, which we'll get to after this. So I just wish they pulled like a Becky Lynch at the end of that, at the at, at, at number 30 in the Rumble. What do you mean, pull up Becky Lynch? Remember when Becky Lynch inserted herself into the Rumble by by attacking Lana from behind? Yes. Okay. I wish that would have happened. Um, mm, here you go. Further storyline. Shelton Benjamin comes out at number 30. Okay. <laughs> no. And then Brock. Uh, boom. Mm. Of all people. Yeah. Shelton Benjamin is chasing the 24-7 title, and we're talking about him being a part of this. Becky Lynch beat up Lana at no. number 30. Okay. So. It was Lana. So you're saying that Sheldon Benjamin should have a 30, and then Lesnar came in, comes in and destroys him and then takes the spot. Yes. Yeah, but you wouldn't have known that unless he won something. That's that's the, the whole, the whole your whole premise is off. Like unless, what do you mean? Unless you knew that Sheldon Benjamin was coming in at number 30. Like if he won a title, uh, okay. if he won a title because match, like a, during a Raw, some random Raw to get the thirty spot, and then Lesnar comes in, you see him backstage, you see Shelton on the floor, then you understand that. You're saying it's because we already knew that Lana was going to be number thirty right. in that Rumble, right? Okay, all right, I see what you're saying. Yeah. So there we go. Speaking of the women's Royal Rumble, speaking match, of women's, let's talk. So I'm going to go through every single name here. So really quickly, number one, Sasha Banks. We had Melina, and I will also say, by the way, before we can get to all these names, thirteen. 13 women and the, the difference, difference between the women that, women and men's Royal Rumble. 13 women in the Royal Rumble are not full-time wrestlers. These were classic oh. classic wrestlers. Legends. I'm pretty sure nine of them or like 10 of them are mothers too. Oh, mothers. Well, we, we can point that out too. Shout out. So, Sasha Banks, number one. Melina, number two. Oof. Oof. Lord. <laughs> <laughs> she still got it, man. I, I You know what? Number Number two and number four I, I give off two Melina, three Tamina, four Kelly Kelly. Well, she looks better now. Rob just <laughs> Rob sent me a picture today. She looks better now than she did when she wrestled. Speaking yeah, of speaking agreed. another, oof, Aaliyah, the number five. Oof. Oof. Oof, good God, uh, she posted on on her Twitter her with her Aaliyah three seventeen shirt and she's wearing like a bikini bottom. I love her new pants. God, I just want to point that out there. Yes, with the the thing on the slit. Those the, the new slides. low cut pants are beautiful. Oof. She might be my new fan. Hey, man, brother. Uh, look at look at her. Um, she got more play here than she did in NXT. The rare NXT call up where it actually played out. Good for her. Um, mm, I would knock on wood. I would hold out on the playoff play out yet. Listen, it's still it's still early, but she's getting a huge push considering. Yeah, considering she got a record already. She got a record. Uh, Liv Morgan number six, Queen Zelina seven, mm-hmm. Bianca Belair eight, Dana Brooke nine, Michelle McCool number ten, Oof. Sonya Deville. Oof. <laughs> I, I'll take that. Les or yeah. not, Les or not, I'll take that. Um, Natalia, number 12. Cameron, number 13. Number 14, Naomi. Now, <laughs> I will also say this, that I just realized during this Rumble in watching wrestling for my entire life, the Royal Rumble, I did not realize until, the, unless they've done this recently, in the last couple of years, how they stack people that are close to each other in storyline in as yep. far as numbers go. I didn't realize that, and I'm, I'm an idiot. I, I take full, always do it. I take full credit for being an idiot. I, I was, and it's always fun when the Iron Man of the Rumble like 
gets someone who's in a storyline with right. him coming out towards the end, and he's like, right. oh, fuck. Yeah, shit, here we go. <laughs> I, I, I do this now, too? I get it. Been in this match for 53 minutes, <laughs> and now Shawn Michaels is coming out to beat my ass. Great. Do great. The, uh, <laughs> on the list that I'm, I'm reading from, it, it goes by brand or status, so each wrestler has like Sasha Banks SmackDown, Tamina Raw, Liv Morgan Raw. The rest of them, Melina, free agent. Kelly Kelly, free agent. Sonya Deville, free agent. Uh, we use the term legend, except for Sonya Deville. Yeah. We use the term <laughs> legend not on using, this program. I'm not using the word legend for Cameron. Uh, Naomi. On this program. On this program. Naomi. We will use the term legend. Not with Cameron. Any, There's no way I'll in hell. To you. I'm not. I'm anybody not that has, anybody that has, any women in this Royal Rumble that has seven plus years of WWE uh, uh, tenure, legend. <laughs> I don't know where you got that that, that from your that ass. Are currently not signed to the company. Cameron, free agent. Naomi, SmackDown. Mm-hmm. Carmella. Yep. Carmella, Rhea Ripley, Charlotte Flair. Ivory, H-O- That was hilarious. HOF. Ah. Yeah, Hall of Fame. I, I was saying, this is, we have our first Hall of Famer. Uh, Followed by. Is Kelly Kelly not in the Hall of Fame? She's not in the Hall of Fame. No. <laughs> For what? For what? Or Michelle McCool either? No. For what? First of all, Michelle McCool. Stop. For for what? She's a Hall of Famer. They cool? She's not. She's not. No, Michelle. Okay, Michelle, Michelle McCool, McCool is not. Michelle McCool over Kelly Kelly. Okay. As far as like accolades to, are concerned. Fine. That, that's all well and good. She's not a Hall of Famer. Yeah. Okay. N- neither is. Uh, yeah. Yes, they are. They're not. They're not. Which is yes, why they they're not in the Hall of Fame. Stop. Stop. First of all, Tori no. fucking Wilson just got inducted into the Hall of Fame. Which is the, the name you're I was just about to pull. No. No. This you're is, telling I'm, me that Michelle McCool doesn't have more accolades than fucking Tori Wilson. Um, no, because Tori Wilson, if, oh if anything, if you're talking about w, her WCW days going into WWE. No, absolutely not. And and I'm saying Tori Wilson does not belong in the Hall of Fame. No, oh. they don't. She doesn't. She's not in the Hall of Fame. She doesn't belong in the Bella Hall of Fame. Bella Twins? They're in the Hall of Fame. Do they deserve to be in the Hall of Fame? Probably. Probably. At the at the beginning of wow. the, the women's revolution that's happening, or that's happened, um, yeah. They were part of it, so I'll give. But them. you can't include the women's women's evolution, revolution, dissolution, whatever you want to call it. You can't include, like, you can't talk about it and not include someone like a Michelle McCool. No, absolutely not. Or a Kelly Kelly. No, that no. was an entire era no. okay. of women's no. professional Joe, wrestling. I, I'm I gotta meet your ass. Absolutely not. No, <laughs> there is no way in hell. Stop. Just you. You've said ridiculous things on the show. So many times. The most ridiculous being this. There is no way in hell like, that Michelle McCool is in the Hall of Fame. No. Absolutely not. Okay. Moving on. Okay. You're saying that Lita. Watch and- out when The Undertaker goes into the Hall of Fame. Okay, that's, that's fine. Let her go in that year. Let her introduce him. <laughs> She's not going in. I- no, they're going in the same year. All right, fine. 100%. All right. Fair enough, if you, if you think so. Uh, let's see here. Brie Bella. First of all, let's go back to Ivory. Hall of Fame. Hall of Fame. That fucker, that whole that the whole <laughs> spiel that she had, uh, it, it could have been. Some people were amused, some people were not. What I, do you think about this? I just thought it was a waste of space. <laughs> I thought it was a waste of a spot. Go on. What do you think about this? Yeah. What do you think about Ivory taking over Sonya Deville's spot? Sure, that's fine. In this gimmick, I think she. It sure. The right to censor gimmick, as as like a GM. Yes, I'm I'm down with it. Sure. Yeah, you have Vince report like you have Vince report through Adam mainly and Ivory on the side, and then both Adam and Ivory enforce it through in the locker room. I'm I'm, I'm down with it. That's fine. 
I think it's perfect. I think she could have done that without having to have this spot. I don't know. She she made no, a name for it. was cool to reintroduce people to this gimmick. But bro, I don't even think I've seen that gimmick in what twenty years. Almost. Well, apparently, according to uh, according to Godfather himself, he he thought it was the worst gimmick of all time. He hated it. it. I mean, it was. It was. It was not good. Uh, that and the Godlady Gooker, like the worst <laughs> gimmicks of all time. Again, we can go through the list of, of gimmicks. There you go. Here's your top five. Top five worst gimmicks of all time. Uh, Oksana. Okay. <laughs> okay. Wow. <laughs> what a what a name to pull out of your ass. <laughs> I, I was gonna. <laughs> I have Oksana. I have Shockmaster. I have okay. which it lasted all of a second. Uh, Gobbledygooker. Mm-hmm. Uh, right to censor. Uh, right to censor. And jeez, that's a really bad gimmick. I, all I can think of right now is Duke the Dump- Dumpster Drossy. I mean, there's got to be a better one. How good was the goon? I was just going to say the goon. <laughs> I was just about to say the goon. Those two probably tie, tie for fifth, unless we come up yeah. with a better name throughout between now and the end of the show. Um, let's see. Uh, let's go through the names here again. Uh, so, oh, 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 I got one. Go ahead. Blue Meanie. All right. Well, I mean, come on. But, but, I mean, but, but the BWO, though, was, but they knew what they were. They, that was a parody. They knew that. It wasn't like they were taking themselves seriously. These other guys yeah. were. The goon was taking, the goon was an actual thing. Yeah. Okay. He was a hockey goon. A hockey it was goon. too rough for hockey, but, so he, he got expelled and then went into pro wrestling. Was that the same storyline as uh, the Big Boss Man? I don't know. He was too rough in the in the jail, so he had to get. Him. Yeah, so he came into pro wrestling. <laughs> I'm seeing a. Pattern. I'm seeing a theme here. Duke, Ivory, the, Duke the dumpster Drossy. He was too he was too rough. Too rough with the garbage cans. Sanitation. Had <laughs> <laughs> to go into wrestling. Ivory Brie Bella Mickey James Impact Wrestling. Break that. Uh, break that that forbidden door down. Uh, that was great that when was, she came out with the title. I popped big time. Yeah, and it, it said on the screen on the, the bottom third. Impact. Pop, 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 pop. Yeah. It said Impact. Women's, women's champion, yeah, which is not what the title says. Okay, the title says Impact Knockouts Champion. Oh, boom, <laughs> boom. Uh, Alicia Fox, she looks like a crackhead. Uh, Nikki Ash, she does Summer Ray, another crackhead. Uh, Nikki Bella, Sarah Logan. Oof. First of all, Nikki Bella, Oof. like a fine wine, absolutely. Oh, I, I, yeah, I get that, but Sarah Logan. Pregnancy boobs. Uh, pregnancy boobs, thighs, <laughs> everything but her stomach. Good for her. Welcome back. Yeah. Lita, Hall of Fame. Mighty Molly, Hall of Fame. Mighty Molly is the like the yearly uh, treat. It's like she's always in every single women's Royal Rumble. Yeah. Um, is that number 28 as a free agent, Ronda Rousey. Uh-huh. 29, Shotzi. And number 30, Shayna Baszler. Rounding out yep. your women's Royal Rumble. Your winner, Ronda Rousey. She was in the match for 10 minutes and 16 seconds. What do we think about this uh, choice of winner? Uh, before we get into anything else, just a few other notes I have on this. Um, Melina did take a while to take off her robe. I don't know if you caught that. Uh, no, I did not. Yeah, it went mad long from them see like them catching Melina coming down the ramp to her actually doing like doing the whole splits and everything, mm-hmm. all that shit. 
Uh, Breeze, yes, chance were absolutely amazing. They were great. They were awesome. They were great. Um, I said my shit about Mickey James. That was awesome. And I can't believe the pop that Lita got. It's a huge pop. After all, like if if she if she had that pop as a surprise entrant, I would have been like, oh wow, that was crazy. She can come back. She got that pop after already being confirmed and appearing on SmackDown the night before. Yeah, yeah, that's wild. She can come back, like legit, come back and wrestle. Well, and she probably alert, if you watch Monday Night Raw, well, she's coming. She's back coming for back. Little. There you go. And she should because they need her. <laughs> they they need her now more than ever. And that is a sad statement to make. Not because she is not talented, because Lord knows she's one of the best women wrestlers of all time. It's a sad statement to make because you had women on your roster that you just let go. And yep. it, on both, on everything, on SmackDown, Raw, NXT, the whole shebang shebang. Not necessary. Uh, Rousey won by eliminating Charlotte Flair, which now, was, which was uh, a huge uh, last two. Go ahead. We already know Brock came in 30. We already said it. Mm -hmm. If you had Ronda and Brock switch these, and the reason I'm bringing this up now is because who came in at number 30 for the Women's Rumble? Shayna. Shayna Baszler. Yes. Right? So if Shayna Baszler's already in the ring and you have Ronda come out and Shayna's the one that's giving the, the facial expressions mm -hmm. and then Ronda gets in the ring tosses around a couple people, then all of a sudden you have a Shane Aranda face-off. Other people get involved. They start helping each other out. Eliminate a couple people, this and this and that. Charlotte eliminates Shayna. Boom. Mm. And it would have been such a bigger pop because that Ronda Rousey pop took away any pop for Shotzi or Shayna. Now, probably wasn't going to be a big one anyway. Right. But it took any buzz out of their entrance into the Royal Rumble because it was all about Ronda. Sure. But what, I mean, what at least with Brock coming, if Brock came in at twenty-eight, you would have had other people after that to go, "Oh wow!" If Shane McMahon came in at thirty, mm. blew the roof off the place. Mm. Have have Brock Lesnar, Santino Morella, Shane McMahon out of the fucking Rumble. <laughs> here's here's what. Well, first of all, here's here's the deal with, with my my thoughts as far as Lesnar coming in at number thirty. He remember that Rumble? It was like a couple years ago where they had it was Taker, Goldberg, Lesnar. They all came in like the last five. This I'm, this is like no. yeah, this is like I want to say four or five years ago, maybe. At this uh, point, I mean, I've definitely seen it, but. I barely remember that. It was yeah. It was one of those where it was like the the older guys. Was that right before? Was that right before Taker Goldberg in Saudi? I I want to say yes. Okay, I want to say All yes. Right, I think I know. What you're but it was about. one of those where. So my my point being is that you you have these guys, the the part timers will come in and just you know take up the last couple spots. He just had a match before. I, I'm giving that excuse. Lesnar had a match which was actually pretty good against Lashley. Um. And then they, they give him the 30 spot. I, I, that's all I can go with as far as like he, he's not going to. I hear what you're saying, and I, I agree with that because at that point, you can only go downhill from having Rousey at, at 28 because that's Lesnar's been in and out of wrestling with WWE. He's, he's currently been in storylines. Rousey hasn't been around for the last couple of years, so it's it was kind of a big deal to have her back. Yeah, you could put her at 30, but at least 
now if you had her at 28 you get more facetime so there's that i i, I don't know I, I i understand what you're saying um I, I don't know. It could have gone either way, and you'd still have the same winner and the same kind of reaction uh, yeah. on both. Uh, Becky Lynch defeating Dewdrop. Okay. Uh, I feel like it was just kind of like. We need to bring this up. Please. Excuse me. Uh, so the Becky Lynch Dewdrop match uh, didn't get as much eyeballs as. <laughs> and why is that? Um. As everybody would have liked. And that's because after Ronda Rousey won the Women's Royal Rumble and all the sparks flew and the fireworks and the pyro came out of that fucking WrestleMania sign, the WrestleMania sign caught on fire. It was on fire. Fire. (laughs) It went full. I'm on fire. (laughs) I'm on fire. I'm on fire. Help me, Jesus. Help me, me, Tom Cruise. Help me, Jewish gods. (laughs) I'm on fire. <laughs> someone lit a sign on fire, man, and everybody was facing. Not someone. That was intention. Like that wasn't supposed to happen. But those py- that pyro was right, supposed py- to go off. The pyro went off. It caught the sign on fire, and everybody's yeah. eyes drew the attention. Drew everybody's eyes to that focal point. For the first time in the night, it caught on fire. Okay. I'm saying. Mm-hmm. There were other times where it caught on fire in the night. It's so weird. I, I just don't understand. <laughs> WWE doing WWE things, and it wasn't even their fault. Um, oh, we forgot to mention. Yeah, yeah, The sign, where the sign is located, hmm. everybody underneath it had to be evacuated because, and I quote, it was dripping plastic from the sign. You imagine the- Fire was dripping the down. hell fire that is literally coming from the sky onto your head. And this is the shit that Chicken Little talked about. <laughs> the sky is falling. The sky is literally falling. I mean, only in wrestling can you t- can you say the sign is is melting. It's melting on above my head and it's dripping on me. I need to move. Yeah. You imagine? Well, do you want like a free T-shirt or something? <laughs> <laughs> do you want? Do you want to? Do you want to see it over? Uh, on, do, do you need to see it on camera side? Do you want to? You want to yeah. be on camera? Yeah. Do you want to move over? You want to see it on camera side? We can give you a sign. We can give you, you a sign. sign. You want a sign? It won't catch on fire. Sign. You want a you want a belt buckle? Yeah. Hmm? We can give you free chicken fingers. I. <laughs> <laughs> you better make me number thirty one, motherfucker. <laughs> I want yeah. th- I want number yeah. thirty one in this rumble now. Otherwise, I'm owning this company. Oh my god, dripping plastic on your head. It just could insane. you imagine if you already had like a burn mark? You guys, you go, guys. This is it. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> You just scream, baby. Give me your makeup. Give me your makeup. Hold New on. president and CEO of <laughs> WWE Enterprises is Joe Black. Joe Black. <laughs> what? Who the hell? Uh, yeah, baby. Give me the makeup. I gotta put some red. I gotta put some blush and make me look like blood. Uh, yeah, fire coming from the sky. So there was that uh, during Becky Lynch and Dewdrop. Then we had the aforementioned Brock Lesnar taking on Bobby Lashley for the uh, WWE title. Finally, a match I have been waiting for for so long. Yeah, years. I mean, we, yeah. we they haven't had this. this is the first time they've ever ever had a match, which is a, a bigger deal than they they put on. I re- really feel like they should have made this more than it was. And I know they they've they put that in their promos and the packages, but I feel like they kind of dropped the ball in emphasizing the fact that this is the first time ever that they they've met. And they I, I don't know. I feel like they could have made a bigger deal about it. But the big deal about this match. 
other than you know Lesnar's go-to you know fifteen thousand uh, suplexes, is that the swerve towards the end there, not not towards mm-hmm. at the end when Reigns comes running in, takes the belt from Mister Paul Heyman, Paul E. Paul E. Dangerously himself. Hell yeah! He hands him the belt and he bashes Lesnar in the face and walks out with the tribal chief. And all is right with the world again, because Lord knows as a heel reigns by himself for some reason. I love him, but Heyman just adds that something to it. And it just becomes a better overall faction, so to speak, with him involved in the storyline. Uh, Heyman, I'm talking about. Um, so he's I, a pro wrestling whisperer. He's just amazing. <laughs> he's like just- he... He's the Caesar Milan of pro wrestling. He really is. <laughs> he, he, he just knows. He just gets it. And yeah, yeah. This again, I'm speaking for myself. Roman starts to do Roman starts to do, starts to do too much destruction. And then you just see Paul Heyman go. Take it. Take it. Seal. Slow down. Hey, take it easy. Uh speaking for myself. Look at me. Look at me. Look at me. <laughs> Calm down. Focus. 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 Look at me. Focus. <laughs> the, f- the following statement is mine and mine alone. Um Yes, I agree wholeheartedly until he reveals his statement. Uh, <laughs> um, one of the best words I've seen in a very long time. I, I just, I, I no, if you if you think you saw this coming, I'm going to call you a liar. I'm calling you a liar because there's there's no way that you saw Heyman finish up the night with Reigns. There's no way in hell. And be honest with yourself. Okay, uh, I'll be honest with you. If you would, a week ago, if you would have told me, mm, when when Paul went back with Brock, mm. if you would have told me that at the Royal Rumble, Paul would have went back to Roman, mm-hmm. I would have said, absolutely not. That's way too soon. Yeah. I would have said, maybe the chamber, have him lead into WrestleMania a- like that. Absolutely. Yeah. However, if you had said, at some point... Mm. Paul's going to go back to Roman, I'd have been like, yeah, that makes sense. Okay. That's fine. You know what I mean? No, no, I, I get that. I agree with that. It's just, yeah, I think I'll more... agree with the statement that I did not predict it happening tonight. Tonight. Fair enough. Well, then, Saturday night. Yeah. That, that, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah we got what you mean. That night. Yeah. Uh, that I agree with. Yes. You, nobody saw it happening then. If you thought that he, they might get back together, sure. That's fine. But yeah, at, at that point, probably not. Um, so there was that. Uh, Edge and Beth versus Miz and Maurice. I enjoyed that match too. I uh, overall. Oh my God, Maurice! I was gonna say you like Beth that much, huh? Uh, yeah, her outfit. I mean, her too. She looked pretty cool. Her outfit. Good God. Good God. Um, and look, look at her with the her and Karana uh, on on Edge. I believe she calls it a Maurice Conrana. A Maurice Conrana. I also mentioned during the match, I'm like, first of all, you, it, it, WWE, again, doing WWE things, you'll start the match with, you know, it's one-on-one and guys versus guys, girls versus girls, and then by the end of the match, it's just total chaos, and the referee just lets everything happen. Um, yeah. I, I love wrestling. So Which I'm okay with. It, that's okay fine. With that's that. fine. I just like, I just, you know, you knew what you were getting with this match. It was a palate cleanser which they always have before the main event, and this this did that. And so it was a nice little, uh, it, it, according to this, the time it was 12 minutes and 30 seconds, very nice 12 minutes and 30 seconds of just bullshit that you knew where it was going to go. If every mixed tag match in WWE going forward until they both retire 
is Miz and Maurice against some other wrestling couple, perfectly okay with that. Absolutely. I am absolutely okay with or that. Or just Maurice. Especially if Maurice comes out dressed like that. Or just Maurice. Wow. Yeah, I could do without the Miz. I, just Maurice. Wow. Well, have, yeah, I mean, obviously just have, Maurice, but she's have the not Miz, back for a solo run. Well, I'll have the Miz manage her. Uh, ooh, there you go, buddy. Flip the table. Tide to turn. I just, I, we got to stop talking about Maurice. I'm just going <laughs> to. Oi, oi, oi. All right. I'm just going to. It's the only thing on my mind, and I have other things I want to talk about later, like Matt Riddle and all that stuff. Men's Royal Rumble. AJ Styles. Yeah. And, and, and in this one, I'm looking at the list now of. All the names, as I mentioned before, there were 13 that were, air quote, free agents or not with the company. Mickey James. This one, one, two, three. <laughs> three when people. It gets to, when it gets to number 27, can you cut to me and I'll say it? Thank sure. you. Oh, absolutely. So, AJ Styles, Shinsuke Nakamura, uh-huh. first two. Yep. Austin Theory, number three. Yep. Glorious Bobby Roode. Bobby what? Roode. Bobby Robert, Robert Roode. Number four, Ridge Holland, his broken face five. Montez Ford, Damien Priest. Why? Oh, you're not doing this the entire time. I could. You won't. Sami Zayn. Okay, I won't. (laughs) Sami Zayn. Johnny Knoxville. What? (laughs) I was waiting for for you to say it. Johnny Knoxville. And by the way, uh, tonight at uh, the the, uh, Jackass Forever premiere, guess who showed up? Drew, oh, um, no. Sammy. Sammy. Yes, that's right. Well, I mean, Drew also, but yes, yeah, Sammy. Sammy Zayn showed up and, and went face to face. And got promptly kicked out. Kicked out. And uh, Angela Dawkins, Omos, Ricochet, Chad Gable, Dominic Mysterio, Happy Corbin, Dolph Ziggler, then Sheamus, then Rick Boogs, Boom. Mad Cat Moss, Riddle, number 20. Uh-huh. The Return of Drew McIntyre, number 21. Drew McIntyre. Kevin Owens. Ray Mysterio, mm-hmm. which that entire right. Mysterio storyline made absolutely no sense because Dominic got eliminated, but then had no way of actually meeting up with Ray in the ring. I didn't, I didn't get that. Number twenty-four, Kofi Kingston. Talk about him really quick. Aww. Felt very sad, very sad for Kofi Aww. because I always look forward to his spot, his crazy acrobatic spot every year. I'm very Rumble. happy they called it correct, though. And he gets thrown out by Kevin Owens, and the spot was supposed to go. He was supposed to grab onto the barricade and his feet were supposed and then work to work his magic work his magic his feet were supposed to grip onto the side there of the the plastic wall there and he grabbed on his feet went down camera caught it referee saw it and, very clearly and pulled the shoot and he's yeah. and you saw the referee like dude i'm sorry like and, and it was the shoot and, for sure and, and yeah you have to do the referees do the shoot as we, we've talked about in the past so that no matter what it is, they pull the real life thing where I see your feet can't pull this like Shawn Michaels one foot nonsense, even though he did technically have kind of sort of tapped that second foot. Kofi Kingston had both feet regardless. Uh, yeah, clear clear as day, and very you, clear. And you saw the defeat in Kofi's face and his body language just immediately immediately sl- slink down into the ground, and you we were robbed. And he kept his feet up though. He kept his feet up. I know. <laughs> we were robbed of that moment for 2022, and hopefully he can save it for next year. <laughs> and and hopefully they make a joke out of it and, and make a big deal about it next year. Uh, Otis, number 25. Big uh, E, which was that was supposed, it was actually supposed to be a, technically a spot with Kofi and Big E. Yep. So that got put the kibosh on. Big E at number 26. Number 27. Bob Boney. Bob Boney. 
<laughs> I've been waiting for that. Babon. Baboni. And the fact that he and he, this, this was actually uh, a one-off for him, but he yeah. came back. He came back for the Rumble. I give him credit, man. I you know, he went from Mania to Rumble and he got a huge pop. Um, and I also give him. And even he more. does well. That's what I like. I know he do, he practices and he does well. And the and the fact that he went and, and the most credit I give to him was the fact that he went face to face with Brock Lesnar. <laughs> he was face to face and toe to toe with Brock Lesnar, and he got f. Nine and out five out of the ring. Um, that was the end of Bad Balney. I just want to point one thing out. Mm. I need to give credit where credit's due. Pat McAfee calling that spot of Bad Bunny and Brock Lesnar mm. Hall of Fame commentary. <laughs> what do you say? He goes, He goes, Bad Bunny, you got. Two sold out stadium tours coming up, and then he starts doing the thing, and mm-hmm. Pat goes, "Oh, don't you do that!" No, do. <laughs> Pat Mag, mark my words. Uh-huh. I'm very confident in saying this. Sure. Barring any outside, you know, the outside the business controversy, or him talking about anti-Semitic things. Sure, go ahead. Pat McAfee will be a WWE Hall of Famer one day. Okay. Like the, along, I'm, I'm, I'm fully convinced of that. Along the lines of Michael Cole. Along the lines of Michael Cole, along the lines of, of Jerry Lawler, Jim Ross, strictly commentary. They'll be like, oh, he did get in the ring once, twice, three times. What? And then he was a commentator. And it was a commentator. Um, with yeah. a multi-million He decided to retire dollar. from the sport of professional football and dedicate his time solely to commentary and of prof- of sports entertainment because that's where his money came from, not the million dollar podcast that he's. Yeah, yeah, not the million dollar podcast, not the thirty million dollar deal a year that he signed just to have, uh, just to place all his bets with Fanduel. Fanduel, shout out, shout out, Fanduel. They gave uh, me a lot of money. I love you and hate you at the same time. Uh, number yeah. twenty eight, huh, the aforementioned Shane McMahon. Yeah, go bye bye. We'll always get a pop. Go bye bye, Shane McMahon. Um, He's been quietly let go, and actually, <laughs> this other article that uh, that came out since with uh, FTR apparently uh, speaking out, uh, reaching out to him. Apparently, let me see if I can find this. Uh, here we go. Dax Harwood reaches out to Shane McMahon. Uh, let's see here. While speculation took off online that AEW might be interested in Shane McMahon, nothing has come out to point that being the case. That doesn't mean that some AEW stars aren't going to have fun with the rumors. Dax Harwood shared some photos of FTR during their WWE days, along with Shane McMahon. Dax gave Shane McMahon a shout-out. He said, holla at your boys, at Shane McMahon. (laughs) (laughs) That would be some shit. That would be some absolute shit if you see McMahon and it's, I didn't sign the WWE, it didn't say Vince, it says Shane McMahon. Um, So there's that. He's, as we mentioned before, let go by his father. By his Faja. Uh, number 29 was Mr. The hometown hero. Yeah, he got that huge pop, Randy Orton. Oh, my God. And then number. You know what? MJF should put that into his list. Piper in Portland. There you go. Randy Orton in St. Louis. <laughs> Brett in Calgary. <laughs> Punk in Chicago. That old name. Orton in St. Louis. And then Brock Lesnar, number 30. And that's your winner. And then Brock Lesnar, anywhere else. Um,. Also, I forgot to mention that WWE doing WWE things. Uh, we uh, forgot to mention that uh, we had a Hulk Hogan Sid Justice moment 
where in the women's match, Sonya Deville, outside already eliminated, pulled out Naomi, yeah. <laughs> yanked Naomi out, and she was eliminated. Apparently, you can and do then, that. Apparently, you can do that. Who knew? And then Natty tried to do that later with with Ronda. With Ronda. <laughs> and then Ronda just eliminated her again. Unbelievable. Handily. I will say overall that the individual matches, I loved. The Rumble matches. Yeah. Uh, the women's was better for me. Blah. I, the, I, women's, I, the women's Royal Rumble match, I think, had a better result and a better timeline. Okay. I, I think it's the best way to put it. Okay. I just feel like the, the, the Rumble matches themselves were kind of blah. Uh, and, and you saw, even in the men's, whoever was holding on to that, uh, that timer... It kind of we were just going, all right, you go, go, go. Yeah. <laughs> um, it just seemed like go, everything. Go, 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 It was also, by the time it was it was happening, it was like 1130 at night, and uh, it, this was going to be a four-hour event. So, guys, you're, you're out every minute. Go. <laughs> we're, yeah. just, we're just going. Timer goes every 30 seconds. Everybody get ready Everybody. right the fuck now. <laughs> Here we go. Uh, yeah, that was uh, kind of very, not kind of, it was very sped up um, with the guys. Uh, again, for me, individual matches were great. The rumbles were, yeah, I, I do agree with you. The women, women was better than the men's, um, but uh, I, I, I feel like both kind of left something to be desired. Go ahead. Speaking of something to be desired. Okay. I am single, everybody. Oh. No, I'm kidding. That, actually, I'm not kidding, kidding, but I'm kidding about say, that <laughs> being my point right now. Did I miss something there? Okay, go ahead. Um, just throwing, throwing that out there and then another point? Okay, Brock Lesnar entering the Royal Rumble. What the first person that it panned to mm. was Riddle, and did you see the excitement in his eyes when he realized that he was going to get to go to he was going to get to go toe to toe with Brock Lesnar? I did not, but you seem okay. like you got a little uh-huh. little chub from that. I did. Okay, and I'll tell you what gave me a full on. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> When Riddle qualified uh, for the Elimination Chamber on Monday, hmm. and we are actually going to see Matt Riddle, Brock Lesnar, and Bobby Lashley all in the same match together. Now, WWE, don't fuck this up. <laughs> And have Riddle be the first one eliminated Mm. and Brock be the last one entering. Don't do that to me. Mm. In the words of the immortal Dave Batista. Okay. Give me what I want. (laughs) Well, you went went immortal Dave Batista of all people. Okay. Yeah. Give me what I want, want, WWE. Uh I want a collar and elbow tie-up between Brock Lesnar and Matt Riddle. I did not know you were going that route. I want them to really go at it. Mm. I want them to punch each other in the fucking face. That's a shoot, brother. That would be a shoot. And and Lesnar would just absolutely destroy him. Or maybe, maybe, Riddle, get a couple shots in. Real life fight there. You I've have, seen Hicks and Gracie take down some very big gentlemen back in the UFC 1, 2, 3. You have... Um, this elimination chamber is going to actually be pretty good, <laughs> uh, seemingly. You have yeah. Becky versus Lita. I wish we can get a women's elimination chamber too, but 
probably can't post that much violence in Saudi Arabia. You're, you're lucky. With, you're lucky. You're getting. Uh, yeah. You're lucky getting a women's match, right? Everybody, shut the fuck up. <laughs> what an ass backwards uh, country. I said it. Um, Becky Lynch and, and Lita with that match, just great on its own. But then now you have Austin Theory, AJ Styles, Lashley, Lesnar, Rollins, and Riddle in this match. I love that they're just I, doing. Hey, here's three quintessential pro wrestlers. Uh, here's three quintessential MMA guys. All y'all are gonna fight inside a steel capsule. Of gore and devastation. All kinds of metal. Speaking of gore, did I mention this earlier? What? About Johnny Knoxville's nutsack? Yes. Okay. I just wanted to make sure. Yeah. Because um. <laughs> now, I, anytime I think of gore, that's the first thing that's going to come to my yeah, mind. Yeah, we, we talked that and brain. That, that, and, that brain, and rhino. We, we talked about that and, and brain damage. Um, fans are not happy with the men's uh, uh, winner. Uh, people took immediately to social media to voice their frustration, regardless of what you hear in the arena, which happens all the time because they did it also during the Becky the Becky match. Um, well, well, they kind of had to and pipe in that them. one. You know that one. That's true. That is true. I give that one a pass. Mm. The crowd was a little distracted. <laughs> yeah, uh, but they did it with other matches too. But uh, the 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 crowd noise coming in. Um, so you hear that with Lesnar, the crowd noise coming in, the cheers. They, you know, cameras are great when you get to choose who you want to put on camera and their reactions. If I, if, if I go through the crowd and I'm scanning and I'm panning and I see someone that's cheering, I'm going to obviously look at that person. I'm not going to take the person that's giving the middle fingers to him. So everybody that's on social why, media went nuts. I'm sorry, go on. Everybody on social media went nuts. Um, there was, they all voiced their opinion. One person said, Fucking Brock Lesnar. Really? That's the best you had? Fucking bullshit. <laughs> As one fan tweeted out. Another fan. That was a bullshit show. Lesnar loses and wins the Rumble instead? There was that. Uh, you fucking kidding me, WWE? I like Brock Lesnar, but this is bullshit. Makes me glad a good wrestling company, AEW, exists. <laughs> Holy shit. Oh, damn. Uh, oh, my damn. Um, they couldn't use the Rumble to establish somebody new on the title scene. Nope. More stupid Lesnar bullshit. Uh, mm -hmm. Next one, Lesnar wins the Royal Rumble. Predictable, boring garbage. That in itself sucks. But having KO be eliminated by fucking Shane is bullshit and reeks of nepotism. Fuck WWE. No promo for me tonight. This dog shit doesn't deserve one. Um, was that okay? What? I thought that was I thought that was someone famous. It's not. Um, not another one. This is a bullshit show. Lesnar loses and wins the Rumble instead. Uh, little to no star, but another one. Little to no star power at points. No surprises. No storylines furthered, except the one already fucking established. No stakes. And of course, Brock Lesnar fucking wins it all after this bullshit. Uh, the whole, every single one is F Brock Lesnar. Um, that's the best you had. Uh, can you make it so predictable. Are you kidding me? Uh, they all, all say the same thing. Um, I get it. <laughs> I understand what they're saying. I, I understand the idea that you could have had Riddle or someone. It, it, uh, Riddle, Rollins, you could have had somebody come in that hasn't been in that spot already. You've had this guy win the Money in the Bank. You've had this guy win the Royal Rumble as a part-timer. If he was a full-timer, so be it. That's fine. But you have him as a part-timer and you have him win this shit. It gets frustrating. You put He's you, kind of a full-timer now. Now... That's fine, but kind of. 
it's really I still don't see him as like a full timer like Orton, like Riddle, like Drew, like someone that's already established that you kind of put your time and mental facilities into this person, mental faculties into this person, and you establish some sort of relationship with him in your mind. You ha- you are a fan of this person. You're a fan of the business. In particular, you like people. I want to see this person succeed, and I will mark out as a fan to yeah. said person. But I can't do that if you continue to have Rousey and Lesnar win these matches. I can't root for Shotzi. I'm just putting a name out there. I can't root for Shotzi and, and be happy that she comes in at well, number 29 do. because I, I mean I do love her. But I'm saying I can't root for her knowing that she's not going to really go anywhere because Rousey's already in the match. You knew what was going to happen. To your point. To your point. That yeah. she, her coming in at 28 kind of ruined that. Lesnar coming in at 30 still kind of sucks. Because he, he took a he took the spot from somebody that you could have established a new champion, and now you're going to have him predictable going into Mania and beating Reigns and taking the belt off him. We already know what's going to happen. So unless unless let Heyman comes in and swerves it again, <laughs> I think Reigns might take that. All right, I, I, I don't see it happening if he's going to win the Rumble and then not win the belt. I don't see them doing that. I don't know. Well, he's going to win an elimination chamber. We know that already. Uh, why? Why does he have to? So that he could it's give a, Roman the belt when but he loses. But they've already established. They've already said that it's not going to be a title versus title situation. So why would he? Why would he? He already won won the rumble. Why does he need to win the elimination chamber also? From what I understand, it is going to be title versus title, but it's not going to be a unification match. It, this this is just that man is going to, who the winner of that match is going to hold two different title belts. Uh, this this is the whole this whole thing is uh, making me extremely pissed off. <laughs> as far as being a wrestling fan, it annoys the shit out of me that we are here. That we've, well, we've come to this point where we just have to put belts on people who have already established, and we have nobody else that could possibly. Get thrown into the mix? Nobody? We have to go to the same people over and over again? It just it, it gets mundane. It gets boring. It's the same repetitive bullshit over and over again. Why can't we get somebody new? We tried. Listen, you tried with Nikki Ash on the women's side. It didn't work, but at least you tried it. Give me somebody else. Give me Riddle as a, as a champion. See what happens. You had him as a, as a uh, U.S. title holder for a little bit. You had a, That was a really good program that he had with Lashley. When that he, when also was not supposed to happen. It wasn't supposed to happen, but it, it worked out, didn't it? I mean, it was that was a really good session that he had with him. It was it's solid, like, and he took it off Lashley. And if Riddle won and challenged Lashley, it would have furthered the storyline. Yeah, I think what you're trying to say right now, in a rough shell of things, is um, give me what I want, WWE. Give everybody what they want. Isn't yeah, I mean, I mean, exactly. It's just we were just it's just tired. It's just tiring. It's it's frustrating. Again, you you invest time and money, literally, into this product. When you go to see a sh- these shows, you go to see these house shows, you go to see these pay per views. You're investing time and money into something that you want to be entertained by. And I don't find this entertaining. If I have to, if I have to be the writer in my own mind, and I'm write what I'm writing in my mind is different than what I'm seeing, and but what I'm seeing on TV is already expected. There's something wrong, and that's what's happening right now. So 
now we have we now are on the road to WrestleMania, and we have this Reigns and Lesnar program that's going to play out, which is all well and good because this whole thing with Heyman at least adds something to it, and Reigns is great. But uh, I don't know. I, I'm just uh, just another frustrating, another frustrated rant of many that we've we've had from time to time on the show. I'll leave you with a little bit of advice sure. of <laughs> advice before we shut off the program. <laughs> Go smoke and uh, take a drink. Okay, number yeah. one, number that one, two, <laughs> number two. Uh, um, I'll leave you with a bit of words of encouragement that my father told me when I was a kid. No, please. He said, "Joe, it's better <laughs> to be pissed off than pissed on." Wise man. Wise man. Wise man once said, and he is my. That is my special counsel. <laughs> he go. is my Paul Heyman. There you go. And, and with that being said, I, I appreciate your father. And one day I will get to meet him. <laughs> I will get to meet him. Um, that is it. What what a a recap. Um, I feel like this is, and this is the first time we've ever done this, this, this two-parter. We've recorded day and night situations, but never where yeah. it, it had to be where we had it's a the break. the first time we acknowledged it. We acknowledged it. The first time we, <laughs> not only do we acknowledge it, but we acknowledge it because of this breaking story that happened with Kendrick. Um, and it just kind of led to everything else that we had to talk about earlier in the day. So we are here. It is now one o'clock in the morning and we are going to sign off. But before we do that, guys, thank you so very much for listening. Uh, again, every time that you guys listen and you, you hit me up uh, on, on Twitter, on Instagram, uh, you DM me with, with things that you want to talk about um, that you want to get off your chest. I'm all but glad to talk to you guys about it. So please hit us up on Twitter, Sons of Slam Show. Uh, tell your friends, Spotify, SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts. We're all over the place. And that's it. We we have Elimination Chamber coming up uh, the 19th of February at 12 p.m. <laughs> 12 Hell yeah. p.m. in the afternoon. Saudi shows, am I right? Um, and that's it. Anything else before we head out? I think that's it. Let's do it. I, I got I to gotta smoke some. Ladies and gentlemen, with that being said, guys, have a great night, and we will see you guys next time. Goodbye, mwah, and good night. Bang. Get it. The Sons of Slam podcast. 